What's going on, y'all? It's the granddaughter, Granddad Wooly, and you are here for another episode of the Dead End Gaming Podcast, episode 199. And it's a special one, y'all. Uh, first of all, uh, usually Beezy does the intros, but he is not here. He is out, and I'm the captain now, and we got a special episode right here. We talking DEW takeover number five in this bitch. And I got some people with me right here from our DEW community. I got Christian in the building. Say what up. What up, people? What up? I got the one and only Arterial Stover. Arterial! I can't do it like Vivo. And, uh, of course, last but not least, the Beans. Fulton. What up, Beans? Yeah, so we 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 are gonna do a squared circle DW talk tonight. It's been a minute. We ain't done this since episode 180. It's been 19 episodes since the last DW takeover. So I'm excited about this. We've been wanting to do this for a minute. But before we do that, we gotta uh get into the gaming. We gotta still do our gaming thing. We still gotta pay the bills, you know what I'm saying? Um and usually things start off with games that we play. And I know we all gamers in here. We all be rock rocking some games and whatnot. So I'm going to give y'all the floor this time. So I'm going to let y'all talk and tell me what games y'all been playing lately. And let me know what y'all been rocking with lately. So, uh, Krishna, you been playing any games lately? What you what you, what you been rocking on the game side? Lately, I'm actually right now. I'm playing Armor Core 6 right now. I'm okay. in about Chapter 4. I don't know how many chapters it is. So I at least got to be about halfway. Okay. I've been getting some of my Yu-Gi-Oh! in. Um, I just recently finished Devil May Cry 5. Nice. I did Dante, Nero, and V. Then I just got finished doing Virgil, which I swept through that like it was nothing. That was so easy. Uh, let me see what else I got on here. Uh, other than a couple, like, mobile games I've been playing, um, one called Epic 7. That's pretty much... Oh, no, I actually got back into Apex for the first time in, like, a long time. Okay. Uh, Five matches to get me going, but I was able to get a dub out of it, so that was nice. pretty good. Nice, nice. And that is about it. All right, I see you out here putting in some work. I see you putting in some work. All right, so what you got? What you been over there doing? What you been over there doing on the gaming side? Not much. Um, playing some MLB 23 to show. Okay. That's something I've been playing pretty heavily. I've been playing the roles to the show mode a lot. Pretty fun. I've been playing it since 2018, and I enjoy it a lot. So, yeah. Yeah, I I, 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 saw, I played the sh- I don't know if it was, I don't know which show it was, but I did, I did, I think I streamed it one time. I don't, I don't think it was 2018. I think it was like 2020 or something. It was one of the most recent ones. But I, I fuck with it. I don't, I, I, I haven't went back to it for some reason, but you know, MLB The Show is dope. I, do, I, I fuck with it. I fuck with it. Yeah, it is. Beans, what you got? What you been playing over there? I know you got some games going on. Uh, for the most part, I don't know what it is. Like maybe like the past like three weeks, month or so, I've been really heavy in the Call of Duty. Oh, okay. Like, Wh- which yeah, one? Which like, one? The latest one? Yeah, the latest one. Like I had it because somebody bought it for me around December, and I like never played it. And like, I don't know what it is. I was just like, you know, let me finally like start getting into it. And it's like the perfect game where you like get off work and like just want to, you know, shoot some shit. So, right, 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 right. So yeah, so yeah, so it's been that, and uh, I got the Starfield early access. So oh, you been? I played that for the weekend. Yeah, I mean, it was only uh, if you got Game Pass, you spend thirty dollars, you get the season pass, and you got early access. So like, gotcha. might as well just get it. 
Yeah, it's a I've been on that for the weekends. It's it's been pretty dope so far. I, I like it so far. It's okay. like a mix of Fallout and Mass Effect, which is like two of my favorite franchises. So yeah, I've been it's hearing been, uh, for the most part. I've been hearing a lot of early good reviews about it, and I'm I'm like I say it comes. I think it comes out well at the time of recording. It comes out tomorrow on the seventh. No, no, it, no, 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 two days, two days. It, so it just, it, or it just dropped? No. Or it's out, out? Yeah, it dropped at 8 o'clock. Okay, so, so it's out, it's out. So, I'm gonna go, so after this, I'm going to go and download it on my Game Pass. So I'm going to try it because I wanted to try it out myself. So I'm going to go and, you know, so probably on the next episode, probably, if B's probably going to want to, uh, probably going to try it too. We'll probably give our initial thoughts on it because I want to, I want to try it out too. But uh, no, that's what's up. That's what's up. As for me, uh, I've been playing. I've been playing some Apex. Got a, got a dub myself. Uh, it also played. Went back to a little bit more Returnal. Um, I played the Alan Wake remaster because Alan Wake Two is about to drop. So I went back and played Alan Wake again, and I realized how good that game is. And now I cannot wait for Alan Wake Two. I'm, I'm about to appreciate it even more because Alan Wake is a great game. It's the same people that made Control. If you're not if you're not familiar, oh, Remedy. What kind of game is it? Is it like a so, thriller? It's like okay, so basically, Alan Wake is like it's like a thriller. So, so you're this author, and you're like stuck mm-hmm. in this like dark dream world, um, and you have to, and it's and it's about, and you have to, and you're stuck in this dark dream world that's surrounded by darkness, and you have to use light, actual light, to kind of like kill and and get through and combat all these enemies and dark forces. Um, you also shoot mm-hmm. shit up too, but also it. It's it's episodic and set into chapters as well, and he narrates it himself. So it's kind of a cool. It's 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 really a cool like spin. It's kind of like you're watching a a TV series about this author um, who ends up in this like really supernatural like fucked up position, and um, it's just so much so many layers to the game. It's really dope though. Um, so it's kind of like I wouldn't say it's detective. It's, it's more so like a psychological thriller, like kind of like that. But um, it's dope. And the but but. From what the first one is to what the the new one's looking like, they've like 10x this joint. Like now, I feel like the next one is way more like horror, survival horror. This one had elements of it, but this one, I, I think, Alan Wake Two is gonna be way more like survival horror based on top of just the the narrative that they already painted with it, and it carries along the story very well. So if you haven't played, I don't I don't spoil too much of it, but if you haven't played uh, Alan Wake. Uh, before I suggest it highly because Alan Wake 2 comes out in October and it's it's probably going to be one of my favorite games of the year off top because I just love Alan the first one and I'm pretty sure they're going to top it but um, but yeah so that's that's pretty much what I've been playing and I actually got that game on PlayStation Plus but that might be one of the last ones because y'all these motherfuckers are tripping they is tripping PlayStation Plus said we going to go ahead and raise that price on you player they talking about a $20 increase, y'all. $20 for the same shit. Not one update. Not one update. They just said, because we can. And now, mind you, they just came out with this tier. Now, back back, back when PlayStation Plus was OG PlayStation Plus, you just had PlayStation Plus. Yeah, that, and then, that was last year. Yeah, and then they came out with the tier system, which is the essential, the extra, and the premium. Now, before the essential, which was like the basic, was like fifty nine nine, like sixty bucks, and then the extra was like a hundred, and then the premium was like one twenty. Now they bumped up twenty dollars across the board. Actually, more than that on some of them. So it's eighty dollars, like thirty three percent or something. It's thirty three percent. Yeah, so it's thirty three percent on everything. Yeah, so it's eighty dollars now for the essential. Crazy. 
135 for the extra and 160 for the premium. What? Who doing that? Who doing that? So I'm, I started seeing people on Twitter or X, whatever the fuck you want to call it. They was already posting their pictures or their screenshots of them canceling their uh their subscriptions. Y'all canceling? Yeah. Y'all canceling? I'm, once mine is up at the end uh, the end of November, <laughs> I'm I'm done. I did it too. Yeah. I was I'm out. I'm out. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. Sixty dollars is a lot already. Because I had to, I, I got rolled over into the pre, the the, uh, the premium based off of my, because uh, I had PlayStation, I think I had PlayStation Now. Yeah, if you had PlayStation Now, it yeah. rolls you straight into the premium. Right, so that's what I had. And then when that was up, and I was like, oh, I'm not paying $120 for premium, so I went and got the essential. Because I was like, all right, 60 bucks a year, I, I'll do it. And I was like, all right, I can, I can live with that. But this shit, and they not adding nothing new. And on top of that, it's not like they Game Pass where they're giving us day one exclusives. They're not giving us any like the the, the PS uh, Plus monthly games aren't new games, and some of them aren't that great. Some of them like like some of them okay, I play it. Like I said, Alan Wake Remaster came out, and I was like, all right, bet. Even though I've already played that game, but most of them are just like eh. So I don't see the justification for this shit. I don't. I don't. So I think just like like Christian said, and I did. I think, and a lot of other people, I think this is about to be a mass exodus. Not a. I, I, there's still gonna be people who obviously have it. But I think it's going to be enough people to say we're not renewing for them to second guess this because this is ridiculous. I don't know who who thought in a boardroom this was a good idea, but they tripping. They tripping. And I love Sony, but y'all, they tripping. I've told people from so long, Sony is so anti-consumer. Like, they do it all the time. Like, even like everything they did, they, they try to block Microsoft and all they did. Which was gonna be good for gamers. Like they they're trying to raise prices and not even give you the same stuff. Like when I saw this, when I first looked at it, I was like, I saw the one sixty and I was like, wasn't it one twenty before? So when I looked at it, I was like, all right, maybe they announced like Spider Man gonna be on their day one or something. Hell I no. at them like, nope. <laughs> I was like, so what do they add? Nothing. Oh. Not a goddamn thing. Shit, I'm yeah. like, come on, PlayStation. At least say, hey, we doing this, but we gonna give y'all. If they were saying we're gonna we're gonna give you, if you're like a, nah, it don't even matter if you essential. It don't matter. Like if you if like on renewal, if you if you keep your renewal, we'll give you day one access to all the upcoming 2024 or whatever titles or something like something. Give us something. Don't just price gouges like this just because you think you can. Because we ain't going for it. Look, like in this economy, oh, inflation going crazy. Every dollar matters, and you and we like our games, but don't be trying to hold us. What you trying to? They they they're trying to do. So we'll see what happens. Because like, I'm, I'm I'm I guarantee you going into the 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 the, the end of the year. Because a lot of people usually re up or get their PS Plus accounts between the end of the year going into the spring. That's kind of like that window of time that I usually see with people. So. We gonna see how many subscriptions actually fall off or don't get renewed, and if PlayStation decides to change their tune, because this this don't make no goddamn sense to me. Ain't got no reason. They making money hand over fist with these PS fives. You know they 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 ain't hurting for money. So I don't I don't get it. I don't get it at all. But I guess we'll we'll see. We'll I guess we'll see. Uh, cause look, I I ain't with it. I ain't with it at all. But I, somebody gonna pay for that shit. Dumbasses. Mm-hmm. Um, 
That's the problem. People yeah. are already in the ecosystem. They just feel like they feel like I needed to go on. Like, oh, I need plus to, nah. you know, play the games and all this and that. So, and then a lot of people they just get locked in. So like this should have renewed. Hey, be, like, I guess I ain't gonna be playing thing. online. Like, like, eh. <laughs> hey, I guess gaming yeah. week gonna be a little light next year <laughs> for me. And B. It's gonna be a lot of game. It's gonna be a lot of game pass next year for me and B. I'm gonna tell you that right now. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you that much. Yeah, I was, I was seeing this myself because, like, a lot of people are not gonna renew because, like, this is retarded. Even if it goes on sale, you still ain't saving much on this at all. So, right. like, that's what I did. Like, when uh, season of games came out, that's when I got my extra subscription. I was like, all right, I'm gonna bump it up to extras on sale and all that stuff. Now, shoot, there ain't no way. It's like, I'm actually glad I got my Armor Core on Steam because I was debating back and forth. Crazy. Do I go PlayStation? Do I go that? But when they said the price, I was like, nope, PlayStation. I was like, nope, I ain't even having Steam. At least I keep it forever. I ain't got to worry about dropping it or nothing. Exactly. So this is just stupid gouging. But I'll, like I said, when PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360 was first coming out and they were talking about the Gold Pass and the PlayStation Plus subscription, I was like, somewhere down the road these these fools they're gonna be hiking up the prices they're gonna control the online network it's gonna yep. be like ready player one out here and look what we got yep look took, what we it, got it took them a couple consoles but yeah because now everything everything is connected to this online service now so they it's like they kind of got us unless you're just gonna play single player mm-hmm. games by yourself which i don't mind but then there's other games that like you do need to be online to play and it which is like or Here's the here's the other fucked up, and I'm gonna leave it at this. Here's the other fucked up part. If you buy your games uh, digitally, your PS Plus account is linked to those games, so yep. you can't necessarily even play them shits if you ain't got yeah, it. So any- they they kind of fucked up. They kind of mm-hmm. fucked up the game. Real yep. Quick. Anybody with a digital PlayStation Five, yo, you screwed. I can't touch this shit no more, y'all. <laughs> hey Xbox, how about your boy? How about your boy Xbox? <laughs> I don't know what to do no more, bro. Like they, damn, damn, Ron Simmons, damn. All right, well, you know what? We don't see. All right, we just gotta come. We gotta band together as a community, as as, as a gaming community, and stop this 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 from happening, y'all. Because I I can't have it. We can't do it. Or I guess, well, I got a disc drive on my shit, so I'm buying. I'm going. I'm, buying, I'm gonna go back to GameStop, so I buy physicals again, bro. So that's why I bought the. See, that's why I bought the physical, just in case some bullshit like this happened. How long does GameStop stay? But how long does GameStop stay in business now? Hey, bro, Walmart's back up. Walmart's still gonna be around. Somebody gonna be. That's somebody right. gonna be selling Target. some shit. Yeah, somebody gonna be selling goddamn games still. But who? Somebody who ain't gonna be selling games? Them niggas at Volition, cause they gone. Yep. <laughs> I was fucked up. I'm sorry. That was fucked up. I don't mean, I don't mean to me. That, that was funny though. But no, Volition Games. Hey, bro. I gotta do it. I gotta do it. So Volition. The makers of Saints Row. Uh, what else they done made? They made Saints Row. I got their list up here. Uh, Red Faction. They made The Punisher. Uh, Free Space. Descent. They made a few joints. They've been around for 30 years, y'all. 30 long years. Three decades in the game. And they finally uh, are shutting down their doors. They put out this statement. Uh, I'll go ahead and try to read through yeah, as fast as possible. Like yeah, yeah, I'll, put that out there. Yeah. So um, they said 30 years of making games. There's only a handful of studios in the industry that have been around for 30 years, and we took a lot of pride in Volition being one of them. Volition has been around long enough for some folks to forget that we made games sort of like, but they certainly know our games. Refrain some so, such as Volition made Descent. Felicia made Free Space. Felicia made Summoner RPG with that hilarious video. 
are not uncommon. Sometimes it's easier to remember the games more than the studio that built them, especially for those that have been around as long as we have. But all good things must come to an end. So it is with Volition. After 30 years, Volition has closed. And we wanted to say a few final words. This is nice that they're coming out with this nice little statement, though. To start, we know that we wouldn't be a studio without the people in it. While it may sound cliche, as those who have worked at Volition can attest, it is truly a huge family. Volition started with a team that had a vision for how to make kind, make the kinds of games that others couldn't and infused. That makes no sense to me. Others couldn't and infused that confidence. I'll get it. Throughout the entire company, we assembled the incredibly talented group of artists, storytellers, and creators who together built a culture that attracted top quality people who truly cared for each other. Time progressed, people naturally came and went, and very often returned again, but the people were always what made Volition truly special. Do all developers feel the same? We know they do, but in this case, there was truly a unique culture of people who cared about each other like a family. Combined with the will and some to create the, the most unique games ever created. Thank you so much to every Volitionite, okay? Volitionite who has ever worked here. You are what made this magical place. It was, you, I, I can't, I, I'm, it's just a lot of words, y'all. I'm right, I'm trying to read this fast. You are all what made this a magical place to work at. And we never say enough about how much you have meant over these past 30 years. Beyond our development family, we wouldn't have had the studio without our extended family, our community. For 30 years now, you have played our games. Sometimes you've loved them. Sometimes you've been disappointed with them. But you've always been there. We can speak for everyone who has worked with Volition. And we all say that the hard work and sacrifices we've put into these games have been for you. Over these many years, we have enjoyed working in an extremely diverse series of games. And so many of you have come along for that ride. We can't thank you enough for sticking with us throughout all this time. We loved your enthusiasm and every step of the way. Even those times that you wish we hadn't gone for a certain gone a certain way with the Saints Row or a Red Faction or a Descent, you were always there to keep us making these games. And those of us that have been a part of the Volition family are eternally grateful. Farewell. That's nice. That's nice. That's a nice little statement. That they're showing their appreciation to their team and everybody like that. They could have just easily just shut down and said, all right, we done. Peace out. Everybody got fired and then whatever it is. But I'm not going to pretend to say, like, I was, I was, like, a big fan of Volition. I, I did enjoy a couple of Saints Row games. I did play, like, one Descent game and then one Red Faction game. But, I mean, I respect their longevity. 30 years in the game is a long time. And for them to I shut down... I didn't either. That's the thing. That's what they said. They people kind of forget that you're around for that no, long, yeah. Because they kind of tie the game, they 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 kind of tie the game to more so than the developer of the game. So everybody knows Saints Row has been around for a long time, but nobody really thinks about the people who made Saints Row because Volition really hasn't been out there like that or hasn't put themselves as like, oh, we made this game or this game. But you know, it's just sad to see because that means we're not going to get any more Saints Rows. No more Red Factions. Uh, I know, like, Tyler, she was a big Saints Row fan. So she's probably going to be like, oh, man, no more Saints Row. But, you know, that, that it, it happens over time. Like, a lot of developers, you know, like I say, can't say that they've been around for 30 years. Some of them don't even last five years. So 30 years is, is very mm -hmm. respectful. And I hope, I, 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 you know, I wish the best to everybody who worked over there. Hope you find another, uh, you know, another place to, you know, be able to continue to create and do what you got to do. And, uh, yeah.
Anybody got any thoughts on uh, Volition shutting down? Or I do have thoughts because I actually been playing a lot of Volition games. Um, actually, the first Volition game I ever bought was Descent Free Space. And that was actually my first major introduction into video games. I absolutely mm-hmm. love that game. For me, it's still amongst my top five greatest. And I, I always felt like the fact that you had to look up that list and probably on Wikipedia just to see how many games just shows like they've been invisible. Like they haven't put like if you were to take the Saints Row series out of it mm-hmm. and ask anybody just to name five games. Nobody, you couldn't get, nobody would get past three. Because what, Red Faction was what, two, three games maybe? Yeah. And then that's it? Yeah. So, right. like, for me, they weren't, they weren't out there too much. And then for some of the games that they did have out there, they never finished the story. Like, for me, Free Space 2 was one of those games where it's like, if they would have came back into that story, that community is massive almost like Armor Core and almost like um, Streets of Race, if they would have came out with that series, restarted it again, I would say like they'd be gone for the next five years. And all these, and they've seen what Streets of Race 4 done. They're looking at what Armor Core has done. It's just like, why y'all never touch this again? Why y'all just shut this down? So it's for me, it's like, I don't want to say like it's a, you know, this was a long time coming, but it's just, they had, they, I'll even take away Sanks Road, they they didn't produce much. I mean, from Summoner was a PlayStation Two game, um, and what Red Faction was PS3, PS4. So they had nothing almost for the entire PS3 genre, and like that's a long time to be invisible before you come back with like something like Saints Row. So this was just I don't know what to say. Like you know they weren't doing enough, or it's just as I don't know. I don't know, but I do say it's impressive for the 30 years that they've been around. I just feel like, you know, they could have done a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I agree with that. You know, everybody has their, their moment where, you know, they, they're riding high and then they have their fall off. And sometimes they, they overstated a welcome and then the, the, the games just ain't, ain't, ain't hitting like they used to. And then the writing becomes, the writing's on the wall. At some point, it's going gonna, it's gonna to close out. I kind of feel like Bethesda was like, near net right now with, with with some of the things that they were doing here and there you know and i think they're gonna be around for a while still but it's like some developers are like oh they were like just hit 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 and then all of a sudden it's like all right they kind of self-sabotage themselves in one way or the other but you know it is what it is you know and uh like i said i hope everything for everybody who was working there works out for them and then there's, there's other there's other like R.I.P. the Saints Row and Red Faction and and I mean I'm pretty sure and, and all these other games, but you can still play them, you know, and and and, and reminisce. But uh, and you may be able to play them on this new console, the Lenovo Legion Go that's about to drop soon. It's a new handheld. Looks very interesting. Uh, the handheld market is just is is ramping up, y'all. Like I mean, we got. You know, of course, we had the Switch and we have the uh, the Steam Deck, and then all more recently the uh, the Ace uh, the Asus uh, wait, 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 not Asus is it, is it the ROG the ROG the ROG also came out, and now Lenovo yeah. is coming out with its own handheld, which is sort of like a combination of like I would say the Steam Deck and the Switch because um, it's got like a lot, it's, and it, but also it's a combination of all the handhelds, honestly, because it's got a lot of the same specs as the ROG Ally. But it's also got the removable, detachable uh, controllers like the Switch. But it also gives you that nice, bulky, you know, premium-looking 
look of a Steam Deck. So I'm I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. And it shows that you can play Game Pass on it, PC games, whatever you like. So it's got a lot of good capacity. It's got a nice little uh you know memory system in there. So I'm I'm interested to see like if this is gonna be the new like the new format for like console gaming coming up soon. It's like everybody wants to just take it on a handheld because these things are only getting stronger and stronger and more powerful. I mean, I, I still prefer personally to have a home console, but these things are looking really good. Like every time a new one comes out, it looks like they're trying to top the, the, the one before it. And they still do have probably their issues, like their overheating issues because it's a lot of power being put into these little things. So you got to kind of make sure that, you know, you have to worry about those things. But this has like fast charging. You can use like VR headsets with the Legion glasses. Oh, the AR, not VR. AR headsets with the Legion glasses. So it's a lot of cool peripherals that's included with this. It's got the kickstand too, so you can be able to hold it up too, because that's not something that the Steam Deck has. But I just think it's a really cool looking system. Um, I'm intrigued. I don't see myself necessarily copping it off top, but I, I like what I'm seeing. So, like, first of all, how do y'all feel about like the handheld market kind of making a resurgence? Like, do y'all think it's a good thing? Do y'all think it's just gonna like die off in a little bit? Um, I look at the handheld market as like it's coming back strong. I mean, you gotta think like back in the day, all we had was a Game Boy, and at that time, PSP was the first major console trying to crack in. You know, say, hey, let's take let's take your console on the go with you. I mean, it did pretty well for a little bit, but then it kind of went away, and it's like now with the Switch coming back and with all this stuff going on, so it's like this is actually pretty good because. Right now, more and more people are finding their time out there instead of being home. So it's like being able to take your games on the go and continue it. And the Switch idea was actually the best thing you could ever think of. You know, start your game from your home. Take it with you to wherever it is that you're going. Continue going. Almost like bringing back that old school feel where it was like, hey, you know, if you stepped away from the game, then it's like, oh, shoot, well, damn, I got to get back home. Got to hook that on over key. The yeah. power don't go out. So it's almost bringing back a little bit of that old school feel back to it. So with this resurgence, I mean, it's it's actually pretty good. The prices are pretty hefty, though. But I mean, yeah. for what you're getting I mean, yeah, it I says, mean, so I'm looking at, at it. I'm looking at another thing that says it's, it's starting at $700. It's starting, that's the starting price, but it can go up to like, I think the only even said like 900 bucks um, based on, I guess, how you got it specced out or or the, the level you get it. But even still, it's like, you say you get a lot. I mean, it's powered by Windows 11. It's got a, a crazy AMD extreme processor in there. Um, I mean, yeah. on paper, on paper, I mean, it's got, you know, it's got the eight, it's an 8.8 screen, uh, QHD screen. It's it's got a lot of like on paper it looks like it's really good, but performance is everything. Like it can look as good as it wants, but how well does it play? How well does it hold up? What's the battery life on this thing? Mm-hmm. Um, those are the does it does it overheat? I mean, we've heard issues of like SD cards being melted from overheating from other handhelds. So is that gonna be an issue? Like there's a lot of things that we have to still factor into you know these things because I mean handhelds weren't meant to produce a lot of power because OG handhelds didn't have to produce a lot of power, you know, really. Um, but nowadays it's like these handhelds are cranking out the same amount of power that a console is cranking out or, or damn near. So they have to be able to, you know, yeah. hold up on those extended. And then when you're playing on a handheld, you usually, let's say you're on a flight or you're on a road trip or whatever it is, you're playing for an extended period of time, you know, so more so than if you're at home, 
you know, you usually, you know, unless you're playing, unless you like stream or whatever it is, usually you don't, you know, I don't think you play as much as having a handheld on you if you're always on the go. So I'm gonna keep my eyes on this one because I'm, I'm interested because I've been looking for like another handheld. I've held off on getting the Steam Deck. I was gonna get one, but I, was, I held off on it. And then all these other handhelds started coming out. So now I have some choices to pick from. But um, I just kind of want to just see what this one does um, and see which one I want to go with. Because I do want like a handheld to really play my other games as well too and see uh, what, that's, what that experience is like. But yeah. So, I, I, but I like it. Competition is good. It's good competition. It's not, I, I like the fact that the handheld, I guess, PC or a handheld gaming market isn't being monopolized or just yet. I mean, there's, there's, there's good levels of competition being put out. Um, and we don't just have one option to choose from. Now it's like, okay, you can choose from all these other options and gives you a variety and whatever, you know, fits your play style or your budget, whatever it might be. So, yeah, I think my thing is always, the battery is just mm-hmm. I, I think I just think like you know you're traveling like and a lot of things like of course it depends on the power of what you're trying to play you might get like two hours at most and and I mean instead of this one has a fast charger I mean that's like a good thing so okay well at least you know at least you know it's not too bad so but it's like a lot of times you feel like you know you spend like seven to nine hundred dollars and you got something that you don't want Stay yeah. up for like an hour or two. Stuff, like, <laughs> yeah, I, I'd be upset about that too. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. We'll, we'll have to see though. We'll have to see. Hopefully, like I said, hopefully they, like I said, battery life is the number one thing with these things because you're handheld. So hopefully they, they've gotten that covered and taken care of to the point where you getting you getting a good amount of battery life out of you know a session and it's not just draining on you, you know, after an hour or two. So we'll see how that goes. But yeah, that's. That's interesting. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna definitely keep my eye on that. But yeah, y'all, that's gonna do yeah. it. And maybe, oh, go ahead, go ahead. What you got? What you got before we go? I say yeah. Maybe another thing with um, battery powers, if there's an option to you know turn down the performance, turn down the graphics to hopefully save battery power as well, because yeah. that's also another big thing too. Because if you're yeah, if you are playing high performance all the way through, I think it's oh. just gonna be more than just a battery problem. You're gonna have basically eight hundred dollars of you know a paperweight. Oh yeah. So that would be an option to think about program that in, you know, maybe down an option to go down on the quality to be able to preserve that life on there. Yeah. Or maybe, maybe they can have a, a an attachment. I don't know if they do attachments to plug it up to like another device, like a TV or a screen and, and sort of like use that performance from that, that device and then not and kind of like mitigate or like, you know, not, Put all that strain or strain. I don't, I don't. I don't know how they would do it, but some way so it wouldn't put that much pressure on the actual physical system itself. So, um, I'm. But look, that's what they get paid the big bucks to do to figure all that shit out. So we'll see <laughs> if they. Hopefully, they figure that shit out, and we don't get a, a disaster. Or a cooling system. Yeah, a coolant or something. Something they, they got to figure. There's something in there they can put in that shit. They could. They could put something in there to make sure because they 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 have to te- they have to stress test it. They have to real world test it. And then make updates just like any other uh, piece of technology. Usually, it's never perfect as they think it is when it goes out to uh, out to the consumer world. But uh, yeah, y'all, that's gonna do it for the gaming news. Some good topics, some good things to talk about. We hit a couple things on here, but now we gonna hit a quick little ad break, and we gonna get into what we all really came here for. You know what it is—the takeover <laughs> of all takeovers. It's takeover five, y'all. <laughs> takeover five. It's about to happen, y'all. Oh, wait, so, what? No one. No one got a, no one got a one got to go. 
Oh, I got one. I got one. We gonna do that. In, yeah, yeah. That's gonna be for the. That's, oh, it's wrestling related. Okay. That's, we saying that for the DEW. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Okay. <laughs> I got you. I got you. I'm ready. I've been ready. All right, y'all. So we are gonna take this uh, oh, yeah. 60 second ad break, and when we come back, it's one time for the one time. DEW in the building. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah, I got a really good one. Got to go for the 200 episode, y'all. I'm gonna make y'all like mad oh, with me. Don't do it like nah. Don't do us like that on number two, huh? I got one really evil, <laughs> y'all. Don't do us like that for two, hundred. You trying to end the show, right? You trying, you trying to cancel the show after two hundred? Like, come on, now we trying to make it to three after that. Trying to two hundred. Nah, nah, I can't wait. I'm excited for episode two hundred, y'all. It's, it's, we got a lot of stuff planned uh, coming up for episode two hundred. It's gonna be a y'all. Y'all really gonna dig what we got. What we got cooked up for it. So uh, it's it's we me me and B and everybody uh, at that end. We've been working on this for a minute. So yeah. Uh, Stay tuned. Two weeks. It's two weeks. Stay tuned. Y'all, y'all, y'all gonna really dig it. So, I'm excited. I'm excited. Y'all gonna be in studio, or you not sure? We gonna look. Y'all just gotta watch and see what we got going on. Y'all watch and see what we got going on. I hope we can be in studio because, like, look, I ain't allowed y'all. I'm tired of being in the house, y'all. Right, I'm tired <laughs> of doing this remote thing, bro. We've been doing this for too long. Like, we got, we got, we got, we got to bring it back to the OG roots. But I, I don't know how that's yeah, gonna be. Yeah, I've been in the studio since what pre-COVID. It's been a, it's since yeah, yeah. 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 So we that's yeah. like that's that's a, I'm crossing my fingers that we can get to that point soon, soon, soon. Cause like, look, it's it's, it's mad overdue for that. But uh, we got some, we got something dope. We got something dope planned though for 200 though. So y'all gonna y'all gonna fuck with. Yeah. Damn, this body's kicking my butt. Jeez, <laughs> some freaking steroids created thing. <laughs> All right. And we are back, y'all. And you know what time it is. One time for the one time. Let's get it. D-E-W. D-E-W. All right. Look, we we, we never, we never going to get it right. We're going to get it right. All right, y'all. The D-E-W Takeover 5 is official, y'all. Shout out to Booker T. Shout out to Booker T five times. Or, or, or Big E's old uh, gimmick. You know, the five count. If you, knew, if, if you remember OG Big E gimmick oh yeah okay y'all we gotta start off with the the, the hottest top story on wrestling this man got fired cm punk is I no know. longer in aew tony khan it's finally good. fired that man his career went to sleep this mm-hmm. let's let's just let's just let's just break this shit down y'all let's break this whole timeline down real quick this man left WWE, was gone, went to the UFC, failed, was gone for a minute, did a little backstage show on Fox, left that shit. Then decide, then AEW comes around, all the speculation that CM Punk gonna come to AEW. Finally, the man shows up in AEW. Fanfare. Everybody's excited. Everybody's like, oh my God, I can't believe Punk's back. It's all the dream matches we in don't his get. hometown. In his hometown. In Chicago. One of the greatest returns, probably ever. Mm-hmm. People was crying in the they was crying in the goddamn crowd. It was that emotional for people. <laughs> yeah. This man, less than a year, has some matches, gets injured. As he gets the title, he gets the world title, gets injured. Behind, between all that, gets into a big scuffle with the elite. We all know about the big elite scuffle. You know, niggas getting bit, dogs getting thrown. 
The young bucks getting punched. Every, it, chairs being thrown. It was wild. Yep. Get suspended. He gets suspended for a prolonged period of time. We don't hear nothing from some people. Some people are like, oh, is he going to get fired? What's going to happen? Tony mm-hmm. Khan makes a whole new show for this nigga. He says, I'm going to create a show on Saturday just for you called Collision. Brings the man back in Chicago again. Brings the man back. Puts him in another feud. Gives him the old title and says he's the real champion with an X on it. Makes this whole thing. Puts him in a couple feuds. He feuds with Samoa Joe. We're trying to build him up he again. Gave himself the title. Right? And then <laughs> he ends up going to the biggest show that AWS put on. Wembley Stadium. All out. Mm-hmm. Goes there. Does the match with Samoa Joe. And what does he do after this shit? This no, man. This Okay. This is before this the match. This is before the match, actually. Yeah, you're right. But what at this show? Yeah, what does he do? What does he do at this show? Instead of making this show about the company and how much of an accomplishment this is, this man gets into a scuffle with Jungle Boy Jack Perry. And then it escalates to the point where he starts to lunge and threaten the boss himself, Tony Khan. Ignore him, bro. Yeah. And he says, I hate this place. Just all this shit. And I'm like, bro, what is your problem, man? What is what you have the world the world is your the wrestling world was your oyster, bro. Everybody wanted to see him punch. He could have did whatever. He had the money, he had the, the the status. He pretty much was booking himself. He pretty much had free he and he had the sweetest probably deal of any person that can have in a wrestling, a wrestling contract or or, or a company. And he still found a way to sabotage himself. I think at this point, there's no doubt about it. You've seen it in WWE. You've seen it here. You've seen it in the UFC. This man does not know how to not self-sabotage him shit, his shit and not fuck his shit up. Mm-hmm. So he's, he's going It's him. At this point, it's him. Yeah. Everybody's been it's saying him. it. Everybody's been like, ah, maybe it ain't him. It's him. It is him. And I swear, if he even, th- first of all, if the WWE even thinks about trying to bring this man back, they, no. Nah. And I know. Seth not having it. Nah, here's Rolling the thing. Not it's not, it. it's not up to, it's not up to the McMahons no more. You know that, right? Cause you know, this new deal, Ende- Endeavor owns the shit now. And Ariel, yeah. whoever his name is, Ariel, whoever his name is, he got 51%. So if he decide, hey, let's bring back CM Punk, why would you even think uh, about that? But that's what, if I knew Vince had, if the McMahon still had full control, I'm like, he's done. But now I'm worried that what they're going to try to do is bring him into WWE to shit on AEW, cause more chaos, get a maybe get a WrestleMania or Royal Rumble appearance out of him, and then toss him away too. Because I, I think he's one, like, if he even remotely tries to pull any shit like that in WWE, he's gone immediately. But they're going to try to milk him for something because they know he's hot right now as far as what's going on. But I think Punk has a serious, I think he has, I mean, I think somebody said it before. I think Kevin Ash was saying, but he has mental issues. I think I think something's mentally going on with he Punk right now. He needs to smoke some weed. I don't know what, <laughs> he's straight, he's straight. That, that straight he's ass straight lifestyle straight. probably ain't working out for him, bro. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Yeah. He ain't working no more. He's too stressed out, bro. Something gotta go on. He, I, I, I don't look, look. 
I wouldn't mind like take 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 a hit one time. Just calm down. Cause whatever's going on, man. Like, how do you this, do like, this? This man has the closest to a Brock Lesnar career that you could ever have. Like you broke in, broke in as one of the hottest stars. You became a champ quick. You practically yeah. could go anywhere you want. Any everybody was booking you no matter what. And it's like, dude, come on. Like how you just throw this away, fighting people, threatening people. It's like, come on, bro. Like, like the moment he got into that company, he was already like people already felt a way about him being there, but he. Instead of him trying to be like, okay, I'm here to start on a clean slate. I want to help build up new talent. I want to help build this company and make it as great as I know it can be with my name value. He does he does the opposite and causes more and more, you know, confusion and dissension and a whole bunch of other stuff. And now everybody like like he's fighting everybody. Like he had, he got into it with Hangman Page, the whole elite, Jungle Boy Jack Perry, the boss himself, Tony Khan. All, saying just talking recklessly, burying people in press conferences, all this stuff, and Tony Khan let this shit go on for way too long. We said we we said it before, he should have got fired from the last situation, you know, because like we he, we know it once because yeah. he, he got he got away with that, he got away with that. We said like, yeah, after he got suspended, we said like, he shouldn't even come back, and they let him back, and I was like, that's when he felt like he knew he could get away with murder. I felt like when he when when Tony let him back and gave him his own show, the Collision <laughs> Show, I felt like Punk felt like he could get away with murder at that point. He could just do whatever. Mm-hmm. And Tony mm-hmm. had no choice because I don't even think it was Tony. Ultimately, it is Tony's decision, but I also think it was the the the, the network partners, Warner Brothers Discovery, all the people who you know, yeah, all have, the execs, all came the together execs. and they're like, no, he had to go, yeah. They like, yeah. all said to go, and then finally Tony said, "Like, yeah, my life was threatened. Yeah, I had to, I had to fire." I was like, "Nah, bro. The minute that dude was biting people, you should have fired him." Yeah, that was it. Right. Like, well, come his, on. His friend, his friend's the one that did bite. The thing is, they fired him, <laughs> but when they brought CFL back, now I think that was also the exact thing because they wanted him, you know, Warner. They wanted him on the collision show, but then they they brought the same dude back, the A Steel guy. So I don't know. Now I don't know. I'm guessing he ain't going to work in the while enough. But the only thing I've, I've said about it, he's probably the biggest hypocrite in pro wrestling. Oh, yeah. For sure. Like, yeah. if if you look at everything, because even the reason he got mad at uh, Jack Perry, he got mad because, so the whole situation started, Jack Perry wanted to do a spot with Real Glass. So apparently he got it cleared through management, but then seeing Punk through his you know, through his power, I would say, no, you're not going to do it, even though he got it cleared. And so, he, you know, so Pat, Jack Perry came up in the match. Like, he did a, did a spot with Real Glass, I guess. And he went to the camera and said, uh, uh, he was like, it's Real Glass, cry me a river. Which is the same thing that CM Punk did when he came back for Collision. And he pretty much dissed the whole lead again, because everybody knew he was going to it was in Chicago. So you just surprise like a lot of things about I know he can't do it in WWE is a lot of things especially come from Vince. If you he does not like to set up a feud on television unless you're gonna do it. That's the Vince philosophy. So CM Punk was pretty much trying to say F all that. He was like, I'm a diss people even though I know they're not gonna feud with me. Like when he first called out Hangman, 
He said, what, uh, the apology better be as loud as the disrespect. But then yeah. when you came to North Carolina and you dissed him in front of his crowd, everybody said that joke was kind of in bad taste because we know y'all don't like each other. He texted him an apology. But yeah. that's supposed to be as loud as the disrespect. He, yeah, he's the big... He's a, and then he made himself champion, which is exactly what Triple H did back in the day. And, you know, Triple H called this out from day one so long ago. Look, we got we, we got to we got to give it to Triple H. Triple H saw it a mile. He saw it, he saw it, mm-hmm. and he pointed it out. And everybody was like, "Nah, Triple H just being, you know, because he's, you know, Vince's son-in-law, and he's he's now got this corporate position. He's trying to hold Punk back and all this other stuff." Nah, he he was telling the truth. Mm-hmm. He saw it, mm-hmm. and and now I think everybody in the wrestling world is like, "Yeah, Punk is the problem," and mm-hmm. like. What at what point do I mean? And now he's fired. But what's funny is, like I said, I still don't think he's completely done. I still think somebody's still willing to pay him money to show up because they know he's going to bring attention. And I think Punk knows that, so that's why he feels like he can just just act the way he acts because he knows there's zero consequence. He gets fired. He I don't know if he has a non compete clause. But if he doesn't, which I'm pretty sure he probably he probably negotiated not to have that either. So yeah, he could probably wouldn't say if he did or not. Right. So I'm 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 not even. I, I bet you he's probably called the WWE or somebody and called somebody up there and be like, hey, like, can we work something out or can we? Do, or or even went up to the people at Endeavor and then just plead and 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 you know or will because he knows he can. And I think if he burns. He's burned that WWE bridge, but now a new bridge has been burnt, built that isn't controlled by the Pretty big much. man. So he can walk in that, he, so he can go in there and he can get signed. And yeah, of course, the creative and whatnot. He, I mean, he can negotiate probably whatever he wants, but he's still gonna have to go through Triple H and all the uh, and the creative team and what whatnot. But I'm pretty sure he's gonna make sure he has some say so in how he does things if he does show back up. But I don't see. I don't think it's a good business move, but I do. I don't I, from a from a like a health of the company standpoint. But it is a obviously guarantee. CM Punk shows up at the Royal Rumble, it's gonna be big headlines because everybody's oh he showed up to the place that he absolutely despised yeah. or he, he walked away from, and now he's back. Um, and then they're gonna be like, oh, what if we get CM Punk versus Roman Reigns and Cody Rhodes, and they're gonna be doing all these dream matches and shit and. They said this. Yeah, they're gonna throw it all in. They're gonna throw it all in there like they tried to. They, they, they said the same thing. Like we didn't get half the dream matches we were supposed to get in AEW. We still didn't get, <laughs> you know, all the things that we were supposed to get in AEW. So like, I'm not even, you know, like even holding my breath for none of that shit. And then Punk is technically very injury prone. He's old. Like he got injured twice. Yeah. While he was in AEW, so I don't see him going at a high level. If anything. He did at this point. He does need to be on a Brock Lesnar schedule and contract where he just pops up and does a couple matches here and there. If he does go back to the WWE, but I don't know, man. I just think honestly, for me at this point, I'm I'm good with not seeing CM Punk come back in any form or fashion. Like I'm 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 washing my hands with it because it's obvious he's he's in it for himself, um, and only himself, and he had opportunity to you know really write a a great i guess you can call it a final chapter of his career 
And now only thing people are going to remember CM Punk for is a failed attempt after failed attempt after failed attempt at, you know, trying to hold on to whatever legacy he has, you know, but. If he does come back to the WWE, the only thing I want to see from him is him against Lesnar. That's Uh it. Both right. of them, look, end of the career match for them because, look, Lesnar's already <laughs> basically they've been trying to write a storyline for Lesnar to be out. They want him like um have a match in um, Minneapolis because they've been thinking about putting a uh, WrestleMania match in Minneapolis. So that's the only reason I would want to see CM Punk come to the WWE. Kim with a few with Lesnar as the basically one, you know, before Lesnar, Punk was the first person to almost beat Taker at Mania. Yeah, and he did a damn good job at that. So as the two guys who basically one who came the closest and the one who did it, that's it. Come to there for that and just be done with it. I don't, I don't want to see you nowhere near a championship match. Nope. Nowhere near anybody else. Just him, Lesnar, done. Yeah, but you know he's got. He's gonna try to politic himself into it though. We are gonna see. We also got Radio Raheem in the building. Oh, what yeah. up, Raheem? Raheem in the building. I, I just feel like even with Punk and Lesnar, though, like you're not gonna outdo the match they had at SummerSlam. Like, yeah, I think it was like 2013, 14, something like that. Like you're not gonna outdo that match. So like, what would be the point? Like we've seen it before, and it's not gonna be better than what we got. So yeah, it's, it's nobody. It's nobody I really want to see him against. Like. I literally can't think of nobody in WWE like I need to see this match with CM Punk. I, I just can't think of nobody. Oh. I feel like the people that maybe I would like to see, I know don't like them. Like AJ Styles and Seth Rollins, they don't like them. So exactly, like there's not many people who are gonna be like I'm excited that CM Punk is back in the WWE, and they're not gonna want to do a program or a feud with them. Like. Honestly, like if you think about all the people that he's probably rubbed the wrong way on the way out, like they're gonna still harbor those same feelings. And then if they know that he came from a place where he essentially was just as bad, or if not worse, and he's gonna bring that same attitude, they say, "Don't bring that bullshit over here," because yeah, they ain't they ain't gonna go for it. They're not because they already know what type of time he was on in AEW. And like I said, even though they're in different companies, a lot of these people in AEW and WWE talent wise are friends. So they can they like like the young bucks and Kevin Owens are close friends and oh and and a lot of these because like all a lot of them came from the Indies so they're gonna be like hey yep. watch like they're gonna they're gonna be the same they're gonna give them firsthand knowledge of like what he was on backstage um, and the, what to prepare for um, on top of just people knowing from his prior time in WWE how he was so yeah I mean I think Punk should just go ahead and just bow out. Do something else. He, he, I mean, he could do a lot of other stuff. Um, you know, he's already done a lot of other stuff. He's already doing a lot of other stuff. Like, but I stay out, stay out of the wrestling ring. Stay out of wrestling. Like the locker. Stay out of just the wrestling in general. If you want to have one final run, be on at least be on your best behavior. Six month run. Like have him come back. Have him come back. I think Survivor Series in Chicago, right? So, if he wants to come back for Survivor Series, mm-hmm. if they do that. And then have him run from Survivor Series all the way up until WrestleMania for a retiring match and then call it a day. But he's got to be on his best behavior. Any, and anything he does that, that that goes against that, he's out of here. 
Yeah, he got half of his contract. One mess up, you out. Yeah, he's one yeah, and yeah. done. One and done. That's it. Yeah. And then if the, after that, after that, he's got nowhere else to go because nobody else is going to pay him. The only people that was going to pay him the money he wanted was AEW or WWE. Impact ain't got that money. NWA ain't got that money. No. And Ring of Honor is now no. owned by AEW, so they're definitely not. You know, that's out of the question too. So he's got no other options. Unless he decides to start his own wrestling company, which ain't gonna happen because ain't nobody gonna join that shit. So, you know, I was like, maybe well, you go to Japan. To Japan but I was like, you go to Japan, but you might get saying, New Japan is the only other option. Yeah, New Japan. Yeah, but he, you think New Japan's gonna go for that? You think they go? They, you think they gonna tolerate that shit? I think if you go to Japan, somebody's gonna mess him up. Oh, he gonna get it's gonna look. I'm they ain't gonna play around with that. Look, look. He go back. Yeah, he, go, he, he go to Japan and and try that nonsense. They gonna they gonna fuck him up. They ain't gonna play around with that. And he ain't got so. Oh, yeah. Raheem out here yeah. struggling, y'all. He right, right. Nice. You there? Guys, nice. guys, nice. can you yeah. hear? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah, we can hear you. Oh my god! All right, guys, I love all of y'all. Y'all are the homies, right? Uh huh. Y'all are being irresponsible as fuck right now. What you talking about? What you mean? Because y'all are sitting here talking about like it is all CM Punk. Now, let me say this much. It is not... Punk, Punk, fucked up. Let me just say that right now. I agree with y'all. 50%. But what y'all do not know right now, or are you either know or are not addressing, and that's why it's irresponsible. Mm. Y'all gotta remember that AEW is full of young fucks who think they know shit right punk addressed that in the media scrum people are forgetting that point he said that there are a bunch of uh evps who just want to fucking play with their friends and blah 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 right he was talking about the young bucks mm-hmm. he was talking about kenny omega he was talking about all these young fucks guys why do we think william regal left like what well, he did was he and punk did the william regal? yeah but he disrespected regal too well okay yeah, that's was- fine that's fine. But, so what are you saying? But, but here's the thing. No, 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 no. no. But, but, think, but, but think about it. But think about it. Like, they have all of these older talents, right? Jake Snake Roberts. They have the big show. I'm sorry, Paul White. My bad. Mark Henry. They have all of these veterans, yet the shows are still the way they are. They're unprofessional as fuck. And, yeah, I mean, we're, we're talking about a bunch of, like, fucking things that go into this that pissed punk off did he deal with it the right way probably not definitely absolutely not but we can't just say yo punk did this and just fuck it all up but we gotta address the both sides jack perry ran his mouth he shouldn't have ran his mouth if he had an issue with what punk said or did then you take that shit backstage they they did no no oh i know know what you mean i know what you mean during the match during the match yeah exactly 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 so it's like Punk fucked up, but it's like the the bigger issue here is that when will, is Tony Khan gonna step up and be a boss? Like well, he, he made the first step by firing Punk. I don't think he made that step. He, remember, remember, he said there was a discipline committee. What the fuck is that? What the fuck is a discipline committee? I've never heard of a discipline committee in a wrestling promotion. I mean, I I don't know what that is either. I see it like this, Ryan. I get what you're saying. So the onus isn't all on Punk at the same time, but Punk. As a veteran and as somebody who okay if the, okay so if this company is full of young talent, 
AEW is a young company. All the EVPs are young are, are are wrestlers who got put into executive roles. Yeah. So they're not they're not seasoned executives. They're gonna make those young dumb mistakes. But Punk coming from a machine like WWE and coming from not only coming from the Indies but also coming from that and being the top star in WWE, he <sighs> should know. Okay, they're not operating the way they can. But I have knowledge. Or get with these other. Get with the Mark Hingrys. Get with the Big Shows. The people who you know from WWE and get together and be like, hey, us together need to address these issues that y'all are having. We want y'all to be the best, not only in ring talent but also backstage EVPs or executives as well to make this thing grow. And if we have our disagreements. We have our disagreements, but let's not let this escalate to physical altercations and and all these other things. Like they, as grown as 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 their seniors, they should not feed into that. Even if like think about it, if you get into an altercation with somebody who's younger than you, and they're being stupid, but you you're old enough to know it's better to just walk away or handle the situation in a more mature fashion instead of just you know feeding into that then that's how you're supposed to operate. Because if that's the case, then all the other higher-up talents begin to fight. Punk's the only one that was feeding into that and and retaliating to the point where, you know, it's always, you know, the situation. Like, so, yeah, maybe Jack Perry egged him on. But he needs to be mature enough to realize, like, hey, I'm not going to fall into this. I got into this situation with the elite before. Why do I need to keep getting into these situations? I'm not going to deal with this. And then go to Tony Khan and be like, hey, you need to fix this with this young, with Jack Perry or whatever it is. Instead of going after Tony Khan and saying, I hate this place and lunging at him. That doesn't help the situation. So I have a question. You know? what, what, what would Punk's alternative be then? Well, Punk's alternative would have been to... I I'm leaving. I'm or, 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 or I'm walking away from the situation. Like no, 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 Jack- I mean, like, well, besides besides that, so like say that these things are happening, right? Punk is obviously frustrated, much like any other normal person would be. Who do you go talk to? Well, then if if that's the case, then Punk has to make a decision. Like, hey, I'm talk to Tony. Like, hey, nope. If he, if, if if him and Tony, Tony can't, Tony's to- not a boss. Well, if Tony's not, well, Tony is, he's not a boss, but he is the boss. And if Tony can't, can't do what he's supposed to do, then Punk should have just said, I'm not, I'm not coming back. He should, Punk should have just not, never came back. He says, I'm not coming back until that locker room is in order. Or Punk should have said, I'm not coming back until these things are addressed or taken care of that will ensure that I won't end up in another situation. But look look what you're doing. You're turning Tony Khan's lack of being a boss on back to Punk. When in reality, Tony should have been a boss from jump. Tony Khan likes to like book these fantasy matches like he's fucking in his basement and be pals with the wrestlers. You can't fucking do that. Like there've been Eric Bischoff speaks on this a lot in his podcast where he's talking about like the, he tried to be buddy buddies with his pals uh, back in the WCW days. It didn't work fucking work out. Mm-hmm. Like I, I said in the chat earlier, um, like I, I saw this on the chat earlier. Like uh, I couldn't be Vince. It no, it, it cannot be Vince, but Vince operates on a different level, and also Vince is Vince is not Tony Khan, and Tony Khan is not Vince. They're two complete mm-hmm. polar opposites. Like, but, but see, you're, you're bailing on Tony Khan again. No, I'm not. I, I, I already said they're, before. They're in, they're, I've already said before. Tony Khan should have fired Punk off jump. I said Tony Khan needs to be a boss. I think he should have fired, but I also think he should have like, but when he when he suspended everybody, when he suspended the elite, when he suspended Punk, I think he should have like put a hard policy in place that there's a no-nonsense policy period for anybody so but if the executives at top who are the sponsors the people who are doing all these other things are saying hey tony you got to get rid of this dude because regardless of 
the, 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 the common factor in all these situations, regardless of if it is his fault or not, is Punk's always in the situation with the elite, with Jack Perry, with now the Tony Khan thing. Like he's Punk's always been in those situations. I can see if the Young Bucks were always in that situation, or Perry or or Omega was always in that situation. But it's always been Punk in that situation. So they're looking at it from a perspective as like he's causing more harm than good at this point. On top of the fact that like he gets injured, he does all these other things. He hasn't been on TV. He, we we haven't got. But even then, that's that's not even the case. He doesn't even call. Like if you think yeah. about it, like he was their biggest draw. Yeah, but then so he, if, if Tony if Tony realizes that, then he should have been a boss from especially knowing if he was bringing Punk back. All right, he needs to set some shit and some some parameters in place. That way, shit doesn't go down. He knows that the Young Bucks don't get along with him, but he's too buddy-buddy with the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega to fuck it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just like, there's too much, like, equal responsibility going around where we're just like, punk this, punk this, and punk this. Yeah. Like, let's what address the actual shit. You said what? Because you said, you know, he's buddy-buddy with the Young Bucks and this and that. So what, what do you want him to do to the Young Bucks? Like, like, the Young Bucks were there from the inception. They were at the beginning of AEW. They helped build that company. So, so it's coming and that's why I hate all these punk fans. Like, and don't even this was funny. I'm not a punk fan. Punk, punk was the reason I got back into wrestling. And even now, I'm just to the point where I'm like, bro, I don't want you around. Like, the thing is, like, even with like you know, and that's why, like, I, like I said earlier, I don't know if you heard it or not. I was like, CM Punk has a lot of hypocrisy, even when it comes to this situation. Like the whole thing with Jack Curry, Jack Curry did something that Punk did to the elite when he first came back to college. Like even the whole thing with Hangman Page, he got mad with Hangman Page because he cut a promo and said that nobody in the locker room wanted him. So okay, now you're mad about it. But when Eddie Kingston said the same kind of promo about two, like a few months before that, you had no problem with it. Is it because you know Eddie Kingston will probably fuck you up? Like. So it's like you he picks and choose when he wants to be mad about something. Even like you look at it, he got so mad at Triple H back in the day. You know, one makes up champion. The problem with that. What do you do your first episode of Collision? Oh, I'm a champion now. Like you just make yourself champion in the first episode. CM Punk has right. been a hypocrite his whole freaking career. Don't get me wrong. And we even pointed out earlier, Tony Khan, yes, he's solved, been about. Everybody knows that. Tony Khan is a fan first. Like, Okay, I get it. He's not Vincent Man. Not a lot of people are. Vincent Man came up in a whole different era. That's what I say about all these. You don't need to come up in a whole era to be a boss. That's 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 irresponsible. No, 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 no. What I'm saying is the type of boss. It's the type of boss. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, it don't matter what type of boss. You just need a boss. You need to be a boss. And I agree with that. We never, well, we never said he didn't. But it's like. A lot of people like to come, you know, when Punk come around and they say, oh, well, you know, wrestlers shouldn't be EVPs and this and that. But it's like, without them, this company wouldn't even be made. This I other job for other wrestlers wouldn't be made. So all these people, you know, saying, like, you know, when CM Punk went to Chicago, the first episode of Collision had people saying, fuck the elite. But it's like, without them, good nigga Punk wouldn't even be back. So right. you got like, to remember. You got to remember, AEW was around for a while before Punk even came back. AEW had to be a successful company before Punk even came came along. So, uh, but that's that's irrelevant to what we're talking about. I agree with all, everything about y'all said about, about Punk, right? Like he fucked up. He definitely fucked up. I just think there is way too much responsibility across the board to be like, 
focusing on what Punk did and Punk didn't. Like, people in the chat keep building him out, too. And I'm like, all right, look, I get it. I get it. He did fuck up. But it's like, there have been so many reported issues that I've seen play out on the in the fucking shows, right? Like, there is way too much shit in that locker room. Fuck, I mean, the shit with the women's locker room where it's the, yeah. the one lady was like, I can't remember her name right now. Um, but she was like, yo, they were this and this and this. And then all of a sudden, like, the women were like, nah, we're unified and blah, blah, blah. And blah, blah. I'm like, okay. So, Guys. yeah, so I, I'm not going to lie and say that the AW locker room in general is is in a horrible condition right now uh, on all of us. Like, we've all heard stories about how bad the, the backstage in the locker room is. Um, and that does need to be fixed and addressed for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Like I said, and I, like I said, no, in in any situation, like I'm not saying that Jack Perry was in the right. He was also he was also wrong too. Everybody in the situation was wrong. But was he I, suspended by the way? Yeah, he, I think he was. I think he was. I don't know if he was. I think he was suspended. Probably uh, he, he did get some kind of he he did get some 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 did happen to him. Um, he did. Yeah, he's, that uh, he, he's suspended definitely. Yeah. So, but what I'm saying is, is like with the whole punk situation is like. When what you're doing is overshadowing and, and causing more disruption than what the main core of like like of what the company needs to be doing, and every time you come back around, like he hasn't been back for that long. That's what I'm saying. Is like he just got back, he just got back, and he's already causing another or, or or in the middle of another problem or another issue. You know what I'm saying? And whether it's because the backstage the, the, the backstage don't like him or he doesn't like somebody backstage or whatever that's whatever but if he's making the point to continue to keep coming back to this locker room like as a senior and as a as a higher up or as as just somebody who's been around the block especially with his young talent he's got to be able to know to to be able to diffuse these situations or talk with upper management and say hey i'm not going to be involved with this stuff and you tony need to be a better boss to these other people before i can come around and and do my job rather than saying and lashing out to everybody and saying i hate you i hate this place and now lashing out at the boss like if he didn't lash out at tony khan i think he wouldn't have got fired i think if it would have just been a jack perry and him thing he would have got suspended again we would have been like oh here go punk again but the fact that he now directed that anger and that frustration towards tony khan to the point where he started to you know threaten him that's where i think he messed up and where he how do we know those conversations didn't happen I mean, it would, something depend, it would depend on what his contract said. Yeah. Because like, it could have been some way, like, if you get into, you know, any type of scuffle like that again, you go on media. It could yeah. have been something like that, but we don't know that. So. Uh, that's giving AEW too much credit that they put that much structure in their contracts. Yeah. I mean, no, it could legit just be a legal thing. Yeah. Because, like, there was, like, legalities of, like, like the Young Bucks and all couldn't even talk to Trump. So. There's a lot of things like legal legalities and all that that could have went into that. So that could be that could also be part of. Yeah, I mean we we can all speculate on what the contracts were, or what the deal was back. We don't we don't know, and we're probably never gonna know. Like all we know though is that whatever happened led to the executives, the higher ups, everybody saying this dude has to go at this point. They're saying he's got to go, and. Tony Khan, whether he wanted to make that decision on his own or not, had to make that decision and had to fire CM Punk. And we will see now with Punk gone and fired, we'll see 
if between now, let's say now and a year's time, if we have any more situations backstage like to the level of this or with other talent or anything backstage to the level of, of that it is with the punk scenarios, then we'll know that it's a bigger issue backstage than just CM Punk. Or if it was because of just CM Punk that, you know, we kept getting these major altercations and scuffles and, 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 and all these, these newsworthy, you know, situations backstage. Cause I don't know. I just think, I, I don't, don't even know. I, I don't It'll be know. interesting three months. That's, that's for sure. Yeah, because we'll see. again, this shit, like again, I, I need to know how this this younger like talent is going to like move. Because again, they were moving like this before Punk came back. There were already reports of them, like Hangman Page said at a Comic Con or some shit. I don't listen to nobody. I do the fuck I want. Blah blah blah. I can't remember what the actual context was, but I'm pretty sure it was about like it wasn't like that. I know, the, I know the point you're saying. It was just like he's just a laid back guy, and like. I don't know. I don't like the thing of like, oh, everybody has to live with people and this and that. At the end of the day, these people got somewhere. Like, with the, whatever help they took, whatever they got, they're now on a national stage, you know. So, whatever they've done, it got them somewhere. So, if it's working for them, let it happen. If it don't, okay, that's for them to worry about. But it's like, you shouldn't just feel like, oh, these people have to listen to what I say. Oh, because of the that. That's how it is everywhere. I go to a job and like, this might been there 15, 16 years. Like, if you talk to me a certain way, you're like, try to show me something, I know it don't make sense. I'm going to do what works best for me. So, well, but and I'm not even saying that they have to listen to them, but it's like, you know... They, they produce okay shows. I mean, it, the, AEW is an indie boy's wet dream. I get that, right? Um, but I feel like in the if they want to grow to, like, a wider audience, like, some shit's going to have to change um, with, like, the performances. Like, fam, nobody wants to see fucking John Moxley bleed every fucking week. I don't even know how that man's still alive. But that man... <laughs> Be bleeding in his sleep sometimes. Like I, I swear. I, I mean, whatever. you say that, but it works for me. Like yeah, people can always say nobody wants to see it, but it still works. Yeah. Sort of, and that's, I think yeah, that's so the thing. Like, 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 you, you sometimes you got to keep your mindset out of like what other people think. Like, it's not even my mindset. It's just I see this shit everywhere. The ratings speak for it when it's matches fucking. Go- like the ratings like kind of tank when he comes on. It's like oh he's gonna fucking bleed. Like. I could care less either or, but it's just like I don't know, I don't know. But yeah. I, 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 it sucks for Punk. I hope he does something. I don't know, but I don't think we'll see him wrestle though. I, I I'm not I, betting on it. He's too old. He's he's problematic. Then nobody wants him. Yeah, I think it's just I think Punk's gonna be gone for a a while, and, and if he does pop up anywhere, it'll be back in the WWE. But I'm I'm not holding my breath for that either. But you know, it's it's. I mean, it's just it's a situation that happened. I mean, it needed. I mean, whether whether you agree with it or not, it needed to happen. So we'll see how AEW moves forward after this, and if they improve and become a better place. But going to WWE, let's switch topics. Um, a lot happened in WWE. Um, a lot's happened. Uh, so we had payback. Uh, this recent was a recent PLE. It was a decent show. A lot of uh, things happened, but uh, the Judgment Day. Uh became the new, uh, well, Finn Balor and Damian Priest, they became the new Undisputed Tag Team Champions, and now Judgment Day pretty much holds a majority of the gold. You know, they have the tag team titles, they have the women's title, uh, Dom has the North American title, 
Um, and they're really painting them as the dominant faction right now in WWE. Uh, oh, and Priest has money in the bank contract as well. Um, so how are y'all feeling about this big push? We talked about the Judgment Day needing a big push a while ago, and now they're finally getting it. Do you like where they're going with the Judgment Day? Do you think that, and how long do you think this is going to last? I'm here for it. I am too. Yeah, I'm not last too long. Like, what's too long to you? Over, like, what's too long? Like, mm, I don't know, maybe till next mania or so, because I'm kind of paying attention to like the tea leaves, the storyline, and mm. it looks like it looks like a cross is coming soon, in my opinion. So, mm. I'll, we'll see how we'll see where that goes, but I'm really paying attention to the storyline right now between Finn, his boy JD, yeah, case Priest. If you saw like that last segment with the Judgment Day, him getting the new purple briefcase, mm-hmm. and talking about, oh, no, leave the green one in here. I don't know. why. If you say it's bad luck, why would you want to keep that case inside your locker room? What, what's going on? What's up? I'm keeping my own priest, good man, because they they building priest up in the way that I feel like he should have been built up years ago. But I'm, I'm watching priest. Yeah. I think priest is going to be champion. I think he's gonna cat. I don't know when he's gonna cash in, but I know he when he does cash in, he's gonna be champion. And I think that's what's gonna cause the 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 final rift between him and Finn. Because if he cashes in on Seth and beats Seth, that's gonna eat Finn alive. That's gonna eat Finn up so much. He's gonna try to, and it's gonna it's gonna really it's gonna double back to that whole Finn couldn't get it done. Damien got it done, and now it's gonna go back to that that back and forth bickering because as you the judgment day says oh there's no leaders or there's nobody in charge but i feel like at some point damien's gonna feel like he is gonna be finn's superior because he's like i'm like i said i'm mr money in the bank you needed me to win the tag titles and now i'm the w the world heavyweight champion like like you know i've I've surpassed you you know i've surpassed you and i think finn's gonna probably feel like so i think we're gonna eventually get that that's where the and I think JD Madonna is going to be a, a factor in that somehow. I feel like he's going to find a way to be um, in someone's ear. He might get in Finn's ear. He might get in Damien's ear. I feel like he's going to try to find a way to weasel himself into the Judgment Day, and at the expense of one of the other members. I feel like that's what's going to happen. I'm glad they're pushing him too to a degree because like they weren't doing some stuff with him for like a minute. Yeah. So I'm glad that he's like involved in something. But it, I, what I like about the Judgment Day is that their their dynamic is very interesting, right? So like with the Bloodline, Roman was the clear leader, right? He's the yeah. Alpha. He's the he's the Tribal Chief, right? It's weird because it with the Judgment Day, for me at least, Rhea is clearly the leader. Yeah. And I don't even think that'll change yes. once. I don't even think that'll change when Priest becomes champion. Right, that is such an interesting, and I love it. I love it for Rhea. I love it for that Judgment Day, and like, it's like Rhea is the leader and Dom is her Paul Heyman, but like backwards. I don't, I don't know how to explain it, but like I I, I'm loving that. I I, I, I love that dynamic. I love what they're building there. I do too. I do. I think I think it wasn't. I think initially when the Judgment Day, well, the, this incarnation of the Judgment Day happened, everybody said, "Oh, Finn's the leader," because because Finn kind of took over Edge's spot. But then as time went on and things kind of just sort of like to play out, um, I think once um, once Rhea came into her own and then when they brought in Dom too, then we started to kind of see that Rhea was sort of like the standout 
out of the out of the group, and she was the first one to win gold, and she was the and then she kind of like got Finn and uh, Damien back on the same page when they were having their little scuffles and stuff like that and their little arguments. So she stepped into yeah, that she role. Right. She so she stepped into that role and they can say, Oh, there's no leaders in the judging day, but she's definitely the one that kind of like keeps everything together and keeps everything in order. So I'm like I say I agree and I like that too. And I think that's why this this group is now starting to work because um they all have their own defined like roles, but it doesn't feel like one is more important than the other. It feels like they all play a vital role to keep this group as as is. So Yeah. And that's why, so so I hope that I, I want them to stay together at least until Mania, and then, like I said, like at least until Mania, before we start seeing any sort of like real dissension or like okay, somebody's going to turn on another person. I think they should. Now that they're getting their push, I think they need to get a good solid six month run. You know, do you just do you think? Do you think that they have? I, I don't think they do, just because of the personalities involved, and they had Heyman at their side. But do you think that they could have like a three-year story no. stint no. in the WWE? No. That's looking it. That's a lot. That's that, that, for them. That's a lot because because it's not like because the bloodline is different because the bloodline yeah. they're family, but there were so many dynamics that they could play off of. They can't play yeah. those same. They can't. They can't play those same dynamics in the bloodlines they can with the Judgment Day. The Judgment Day is just going to be a really good faction, I think. I think they got another year and then things have to start changing or, 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 or kind of going around because um, I just don't think I said, I think what's going to happen is it's going to start. If, if Damien stays in that faction for too long, it's going to hold him back because Damien at this point is now going towards main event territory. Like, he, like yeah. yeah, he's, he's, he's getting, he's, he, that's his next level is getting into that main event territory. And they need main event stars. So, I mean, you think about, like, everybody that they're trying to shape, especially on Raw, they need to start building up those main event stars. I mean, you got Gunther, you know, going to start moving into that spot. Then Damian can move into that spot. Uh, Jey Uso is now over there, so he's going to be moving into that main event role. So they're going to start. So so, so they they need people to be able to start doing that, Um, especially now because, like I said, because you know Seth is Seth can only do so much. Like Seth Rollins is doing great as world heavyweight champion, but I feel like they need to eventually put that title on some on somebody new to really take the ball and be like, okay, this is like the new person we're gonna look after. Um, and I think Damian is a good pick because like he's got the look, he's got the he, he's good, he's he's gotten better on the mic. Um, yeah. he's got he's got the in ring work. I mean, like he's got it all. He's got it all. And I think like this this is the moment. Like when he cashes in, it's gonna be a big deal. And I, and he's already got a guaranteed feud lined up after the cash. And if he if he cashes in on Seth, um, that's where you can start the whole him and Finn, you know, having that situation. Then you get the him and Finn Balor, you know, and then whoever loses is kicked out of the Judgment Day or whatever it is, and then Finn gets kicked out because and then Damian goes on his main event run and does what he and then it's it's and then how does that play for Rhea and Dom? I don't know, but I guess we'll see how that story plays out, but. Damien, Rhea and Dom will be fine though. But 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 this this is all. I think this all needs to center around Damian Priest at this point. He's the he's the one out of that group. Um, yeah, no, I agree. I agree. But speaking of you know Raw and whatnot, so to 
because I, I was looking at the run. I don't know for the last six months, mainly because Damian Priest got the briefcase. Uh-huh. So it's all about like when do you think he might cash it? I think I wouldn't mind a WrestleMania cash in. To be honest with you. Pull up the heist on the guy who pulled up the biggest heist in WrestleMania. Yep. That, I mean, that'd be, yep. that'd be nice. Yep. Like I, I say, nice. let 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 Seth hold that title until Mania, and then have um, do the same thing. Pull a heist. Like I don't know how long this Nakamura feud is gonna go. Probably until the end of the year. I don't know who he has, and maybe we get Jay. Maybe maybe we get Jay Uso next against Seth or whoever they want to put next against Seth. But whoever they got him going into a few within Mania, have him hold that title, and then boom, let him get that cash in at Mania. That's going to automatically solidify Damien as a top star right there. Just you know, pulling the pulling the the cash in heist on the person who's known for the most famous one, and doing mm-hmm. it then, boom, he's a made man right there. Yeah, it's either that or the Raw after WrestleMania because the Raw after WrestleMania was so lackluster last year for this Maybe. past year that. Yeah, I, mean, we'll I, I could take Raw after Mania, but I'd rather him do it at, do it at Mania. I'd rather him do it at Mania. I'd rather, I'd rather do it at Mania as well. I don't, yeah. I don't think you want to do it on the Raw afterwards. Uh, yeah. So, so if Damien, so Damien can hold on, and, and I think he's okay because, like I said, here, here's here's how I see it: they're tag champs, so let them hold the tag titles up until Mania. Let them lose the tag titles at Mania. Let them lose the tag titles at Mania to street, maybe Street Profits to build themselves up at that point. I was just about to say that. Or somebody has built themselves up at that point. Street Profits take the titles off of them. And then that same night, Damien says, I'm walking with some weight. I'm walking away with some kind of gold. And he goes in and he cashes in and wins the title. Finn feels away because now not only did he lose the tag titles, now Damien's got gold still, but Finn got nothing. And Rhea's probably still going to be champion. Dom might still be champion. Who knows? But now Finn's going to really feel some type of way. And that just builds to that story even more. It makes it, it writes itself. So I'm, I'm with oh, that. No, I'm here for I'm here for it. Yeah. So I, I like that. I like that a lot. So hopefully, so yeah, let them, let them run this tag division for a little bit. Drop them at Mania. Cash in at Mania. Uh, Damian walks out, new world heavyweight champion. And Finn ain't going to like it. Finn is not going to like it. Yeah. And that's where we go from there. Paying attention to um this Dom Jey Uso thing or not? So I think I don't know where they're going with that. I don't know. So with Jay, so I was going. That's where I was going to go next. Was Jey Uso moving to Monday Night Raw? Because Jey Uso quit two weeks ago on SmackDown, and then he got brought over. He got introduced by Cody Rhodes of all people as the newest member of Monday Night Raw as main event uh-huh. Jey Uso now. Plant Yeah. So Plant C's now. Yeah. And mind you, I'm gonna I'm just say this right now because since we're talking about it, uh, Adam Pierce was like, told, he told Jay Uso, "Hey, because you're here, we got to initiate a trade to SmackDown." It's, yep. it's obvious they're gonna trade Cody. Cody's that going, was where my mind went. Yeah, it's obvious. There's no other choice. Cody's going over to SmackDown to finish the feud with Roman, and that's how we're gonna get the title off of Roman. Cody's gonna finally get his story finished, and he's gonna. That's how it's gonna happen. Um, and I'm for that. But going back to Jay Uso now. I mean, Jay is essentially he's he is main event Jay Uso. He's built himself up. The crowd's behind him. He's so over. He's over. He's he's mega over. So now I think a good starter feud for him would be. I mean, I guess Don would be a good starter feud. I guess. Um, 
mm. or or feud with the Judgment Day, whatever it might be. Maybe a, a Judgment Day feud in general, but just just for him to get his feet wet of uh, being on Raw. But um, I I see Jay having a good performance at the Royal Rumble, not winning, maybe get close to winning, maybe final three, but has a good performance at the Royal Rumble. But people flirt with the idea that he's gonna, uh, you know, win, or maybe he does win the Royal Rumble. I don't know. We'll see. He could, he could win the Royal Rumble and then challenge Seth, and then we get that cash in. We don't know. Um, but I was gonna say, could you see him become a world heavyweight champ? Because I, I feel like Mania is going to be uh, Jimmy and Jay. I could I you can see him cashing in and having that as something above Roman because Roman can never beat Seth. So I can see two things happening. I can see Ro- Jay being put into the Royal Rumble and Jimmy not, and Jay does well, and then Jimmy costs Jay the Royal Rumble by interfer- interference, and that builds that, that that builds that up. Or Jay does win the Royal Rumble, and Jimmy, being a hater that he always is, <laughs> causes causes Jay to lose that match against Seth, and then. We get the cash in from Damien, but it's all because Jimmy messed it up, and then we get Jimmy and Jay going against the SummerSlam, or or, or. see the seed at least starting in Survivor Series. They one's gonna represent Raw, one's gonna represent SmackDown, mm-hmm. and I think that that's where that that's where that rivalry is gonna start, and I think it's gonna continue into the Royal Rumble where they both they're probably gonna take each other out because I mean, look, Jay ain't gonna forgive Jimmy for what he did at SummerSlam. That's for sure. Yeah. So that's just gonna be bad blood from there. So really, I'm I see them starting this at Survivor Series. Jay on Team Raw, Jimmy on Team SmackDown, and it's just like whoever wins that feud, that's where that story is gonna lead to. Because mm-hmm. I think Jay has to get past Jimmy to get a world title off of Roman. That I think no matter what. He's got to solidify that I'm better than you because remember he told the stories like follow your big brother. He's always had to follow Jimmy. Now he has a chance to put Jimmy behind him and say, no, you got to follow me. I'm going to be world champion before you and just be done with that. So for me, that's where I think that's where it's going to start at survivor series, both on different teams. They're going to get their moment where they're going to tag in, you know, one's going to tag in the other. And then it's like, that's where everything's going to get wild up. So that's why I'm seeing it. At Survivor Series for those two. Do we need them on a team, or do you just want to see a one-on-one match? But but how do we paint mm-hmm. that? So how do we start that feud with them being on different brands now? That's, just, that's what I'm saying. Because now he's purposely on this other brand to show that he's getting away from his family. He's getting away from the bloodline. And you got Jimmy already in this thing with Solo right now. He's already wrapped up with this shit with Solo right now. So how do we bring that back to Jay without... Getting solo and the rest of the bloodline of all ended up in the same situation that we were in before. So I'm saying cage, cage match. Say so what now? Cage match. Cage match. <laughs> are you are you are you talking about story wise or just match wise? Story wise. Story wise. Oh. I mean, it, basically, whoever they're gonna choose as captains is just gonna choose their teams. So, or they or they do like they did on um, what was that two years ago? They just randomly pick teams and then. No, 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 the higher ups just say, okay, let's just pick. We're gonna pick Team Raw. We're gonna pick Team SmackDown. They both just end up on there. It's yeah. that's mm-hmm. that's the weird part. You know, are they just gonna let the captains pick, or is just higher ups just gonna put the teams together again? Because I don't think there's gonna be a war games this time. Yeah, they, they they did war games last time, so they didn't. So if they do war games again this year instead of just a traditional five on five Survivor Series match, 
Um, I'd be more inclined to think, okay, with war games, well, how, how would you do that either? Because war games would have to be more sort of faction and faction. So yeah, yeah. So it would be sort of wait. War games is what five on five. Five on five, yeah. So what I could see is this possible. It could be four on five. Because I'm thinking, unless they find a way to to bring the, well, the bloodline is, well, you got Roman, well, the bloodline is fractured because you got Jimmy. It's just Roman and Solo. It's just Roman and Solo. So you can't incorporate the bloodline into this because it's just Roman and Solo because Jimmy's sort of like doing this. He's he's gone rogue and he's like doing his own thing. And Jay says he's completely out. So, yeah. So basically, yeah. So Rome, yeah, Roman Solo and um Paul Heyman, they got nothing to do with it. So this is basically just, you know, sooner or later they're gonna have to clash heads. Yeah. So Survivor Series basically is the perfect spot. It's Raw versus SmackDown. Clash heads right there. You don't need nothing else. I kind of hope they don't do that this year, though. I'm kind of tired of the Raw versus SmackDown thing because there's no incentive. Yeah. They didn't do it last year. They did. They did. They just did a regular show, and they did the war games. Um, and before they used to do like champion. I wouldn't like, mind if they do it this year. Like they, I'm like if they alternate. So they do it this year, but then don't do it. Next. Yeah, I mean, as long as they come up with something that makes sense storyline wise, like, but it's so much going on. That's what I'm saying. They have to just iron so much out because it's so much going on with the intertwining of these stories. Because now, like, we haven't fully like finished this bloodline story. But now Jay's being sort of incorporated in this possible Judgment Day thing. But Cody Rhodes is also sort of like mixed up in this because he was the one who kind of brought him in. And we know he's going to go over to SmackDown eventually as a not trade. Be- yeah, but not before he goes through Drew. Right. Because Drew has made it clear, like, if he gets a problem, if he has any problem with Jay, he's going to Cody. So those two will have a matchup at least before Cody gets traded. Yeah. So it's so much, yeah, that's going to be good. But there's so many moving pieces to this. It's like, I want to, I'm just interested to see how they really iron this whole thing out because they got to have, you know, buy something. Well, it's WWE, so they usually don't, but by, by Survivor Series, they got to have their ideas of what they want to do going into the Rumble or how to start piecing that, those storylines together. So I just want to, you know, I'm just intrigued to see how, with all these moving pieces and these these movements and these changes happening on the fly, or not on the fly, but all of a sudden, um, just how that sews up these storylines. But all I can say is what I want to see by Mania next year, I want to see Damian Priest as the new world heavyweight champion, regardless of who's the champion. If it, I, w- I would like it to still be Seth. Um, Jey Uso, either he's, if he's deep in a feud with Jimmy or Jimmy is costing him uh, his match at the title or whatever it is, but that, that, that feud is either started or already going or, or in its uh, beginning stages. As far as Roman's concerned, I don't know where Roman, I mean, Roman, it's going to be Roman and Cody. If Cody gets traded before years in or at the top of the year, we're getting Roman and Cody, but does Cody win the Royal rumble again? No, no. I think Cody wins the elimination chamber. That's what I was thinking. I think, that's it. I think he's I gonna think go for Rumble going. and like Solo or somebody might take him out. Yeah. And, and then like yeah, he'll probably win up. Okay, so Cody yeah. wins at the chamber. Yeah. Cody wins at the chamber, and then whoever wins at Royal Rumble most likely is gonna challenge Seth. Which, like I said, maybe it uh, is Jay Uso. 
I think Jay Uso would be a good pick to win the Rumble. I think it would be. Yeah. Good. Yeah. I think I, I think I'll be good. Okay, with Jay Uso, knowing that he's not going to win the title because, like I said, Jimmy can get involved. He can, you know, or whatever it is, and ruin it for him, and then that gives us the opportunity to get the Damian Priest cash in. But I think Jimmy would be. I mean, Jay would be a good pick. I, I, that would be my that would be my number one pick to win the Rumble this year, Jimmy Uso. I mean, Jay Uso. At the end of the day, I, I trust Pop H. So, I mean, that happens. I was also going to say Gunther too, actually, but yeah, Papa H. You no, know, I mean, I trust and Papa H. I trust. I mean, at this yeah. point, I mean, okay. Here's the thing with Gunther. No Gunther. We're good. Boom. Here's the thing with Gunther. Gunther. First of all. Shout out to Gunther for being now officially the longest reigning intercontinental reigning. champion. He yes, did that. Yeah. That match was well, that that over, man. That was that was fine. That was ooh, Banger, I, I, was, I almost thought that Chad was actually gonna win that. I did too. I knew I knew he wasn't, but but I felt like it was moments that but like he him and him, like like I I think Chad Gable and Gunther's chemistry is just as good as uh Gunther and uh Sheamus's. Like they both, when they both get in the ring, when they get in the ring, but that's what, uh-huh. that goes also goes to show how good Gunther is in this. Like, yeah, he's just so and good. Chad at Gable, like that was Alpha Academy, Chad Gable. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. And I'm glad he's getting getting the recognition he deserves now for sure. Like yes. I really, I really yeah. am. So Gunther holds the title, I think, for a little bit longer. Who does he drop it to? I think now he has to drop it to Chad Gable at this point. I don't I see. Agree. It, so mm-hmm. when he does, when does he do that? Is the question. Um, maybe the rumble, maybe we, maybe maybe you know, some time goes by and Chad Gable gets another option or or an, another opportunity. I don't want to see Gun. I don't think Gunther needs to win the rumble. I don't think so. I think he can just. I think he can just you know get into that picture and then when he's ready to drop the intercontinental title, he's proven himself just off that. He doesn't need to win a Royal Rumble to like get that title shot. I think he can just like you know walk into that spot when he when he's ready or when it's time. I think how Guther can enter the main event scene is once Cody finally finishes the story at Mania against Roman, have Guther be his first feud. So Guther hops over the champion. So Guther hops over to uh, SmackDown in the trade. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think that'll be a good first view for Cody. I, I think. Plus, so, don't forget, they were the final two in the Rumble. That could be a little storyline callback or whatever. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Gunther holds the title, the IC title. I say until like Crown Jewel. Crown mm. Jewel is a big enough spot for like, hey, you know, you made it this long because don't not do it. We ain't do it that fast. They do it at Crown Jewel. Give them, you know, big match. Good opponent that sets him up for matter of fact that sets him up for Survivor Series. He can participate in the team match that gets that chemistry going into Mania. So yeah, Crown Jewel is a good opportunity for him to drop the IC title and maybe you know maybe break up Imperium because we're, like we're seeing a little bit of the cracks. But mm-hmm. I think it's I think it's time for Ludwig to start doing his own thing because he's too good to be tied down. In a tag team division, he's got good singles career vibes on him. No, as far as Giovanni, the, um, Giovanni, it always sounds like he's about to be replaced. They were always they've been looking at Dragonoff coming up, but oh right now God, I think Ludwig don't, do don't do that to Dragonoff though. Yeah. Dragonoff is good. No, 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 do it, do it 
I want to see Gunther dragging it off like four or five, whatever it is at this point. But. Oof. Or, okay, how about this? I don't know when they're going to bring up Dragon off at all, but I think, let's be honest, we all want to see another match with them. Why not? Mm-hmm. If, if they don't give it to Chad Gable, I do not mind them giving it to Dragon off. Have him come up and then have them, have them just go, go, go for another run back and maybe do a surprise title switch. Like, hey, he comes up, Gunther didn't expect it. They have a banger of a match and then Dragon off Beats the good Gunther. And then I'll Gunther. be shamed that the NXT is the new beat Gunther. And then it then it puts it then then it automatically puts him on the map in the main roster, uh Dragonoff as like, oh, who's this? Like if, if you didn't know from NXT UK and everything like that, they're like, oh, this mm-hmm. one just came in, he just beat the longest reigning intercontinental title on his first night. Oh yeah. That has to happen now. The way you the way you just put that just now, I'm yeah. sold. Yeah. I'm sold. I'm sold. That's what I'm saying. Like, Dragon, though, like, they've been eyeing him for Imperium, but yeah, like, have him challenge Gunther coming up at Crown Jewel, like, as a surprise opponent, that sounds real good. I'm with that. And it's a win-win for everybody. And then Gunther can... And then if that's the case, I don't mind... So, okay, so going back to the Rumble, I don't mind Gunther winning... But, like, do I want to see Gunther versus Roman? Mm, I don't know. I don't think so. It would be interesting. That needs to marinate a little more. Yeah, that, that needs to marinate a long time ago. Uh, right. And then Gunther versus the Seth. I would be with it, the reason I would be with it is because, like, both of them give final boss vibes. They do. Right. So it's like, if you have, like, the two final bosses, like, I don't know. I, I, I've, I've it's just, it's just something about that match that's like, I don't want to see it yet. I think it's because I think it's because Roman is so God-level, quote-unquote. Yeah. I think Gunther has to get up there a little bit more before we be like, yo, this about to be the one. You know, I think he's yeah. not there just think, yet. Yeah. I think, yeah, for Gunther has to come up and Roman has to come down just a little for him to ascend and say, like, yeah, I'm the new final boss of the WWE. Just like, for example, Brock Lesnar and Undertaker. Undertaker had to come down. Brock Lesnar went up some more. And then you got the same thing with Brock and Roman. So that works a whole lot better. Like, once Roman drops the titles and then... Once he drops the titles, and then he's like, okay, he's coming down from this god level. Then you have Gunther start coming up, and Gunther takes over. Yeah. Yeah. Cause... I mean, how much more does it need to come up with? I mean... Like, this man is the longest much, reign man. in NXT UK and the longest reign in Intercontinental Champion. Like, there's not true, much true. more. You... No, that, that, that's true, true. but... That's a... That is true. But Gunther, but... when you look at it from just a... a... I don't know if it's I don't know if the popularity is the worst the, the best word, but like when you need okay, because well Gunther is technically a heel, so but mm-hmm. he's gotta be like he he he's a heel that we respect so much because how good he is. He's in this weird spot that like Yeah, like he's in that he's in that magic great area. Yeah, he's in that area where it's like we he we know he's like amazing, but mm-hmm. he isn't that level yet where we're like the show is going to center around Gunther. He's not there yet. He's not like where Roman or, or Seth, 
even though like Seth Seth is like when Seth comes out, we know he's like top star. When Co- Cody comes out, we know he's top star. When Gunther mm-hmm. comes out, we like we know he's like really really good in ring worker and respected. But he's not top star just yet. But he can be. And I don't know yeah, what it is. Yeah, once he gets there, then it's game over. Once he and I don't know what it is that's going to take for him to get there. Maybe it is a title run. Maybe it is like you know because he's getting better everywhere. Even he's getting better on the mic. He's getting better on his. He's got more charisma. Um, the ring ring work is done. That's there. I think now at this point he just needs to go on that. And now that he's the longest reigning IC champion, now I think it's now he needs to start stacking accolades. Royal Rumble win. Uh, that's you know, that's that's stack, what he needs. Stacking the accolades. accolades. Stack some accolades up now. Just like be like undeniable. Like I do it all. So like he's got the NXT thing. Do mm-hmm. this, do that. As long as I see, let him get a Royal Rumble win, and then let him go on get the world title, and then hold that. Like just let him just like, just like be undeniable. I think that's what he needs to do, and then we'll get to that point. Yeah, because I'm saying like, with, at least with him being in the Survivor Series, you know, let's say he's on Team Raw, and Team Raw wins. That's an accolade right there. Let him be so goes Survivor. back to the Royal. Yeah, you know, get um, go back to the Royal Rumble. Even if he loses, if he still makes makes it to like you know the final five again, that's another accolade for him. Goes into the elimination chamber. Maybe he doesn't, you know, maybe he loses to Cody Rhodes in there. But if he and Cody Rhodes are the final two, it's another yeah. accolade. Keeps building on top really? of himself because yeah. we know we we still know that Randy Orton is still coming back. We don't know when, but we know he's coming back. We know he's going for a championship as well. So that's another accolade as well. You know, let's say he beats Orton. Boom, you got that. Yeah. So it's just that's that's all he needs right now. We know he's final boss. He just needs the accolades to say, all right, your final boss material. Right. He's just gotta yeah, yeah. And I I wouldn't mind seeing him and Randy uh in a match. I think Randy putting them over would be really good. So I think now it's mm-hmm. time for him to start getting put over by the 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 the, the Top tier, the upper echelons. The upper, now. Upper echelons. Now I think that's what's next. He needs to, because I think he's done all he can do in his his level of talent. I think now he needs to start breaking into like taking out the upper echelons and and showing that he can hang with the big dogs for sure, um, like on all levels. And then we can get to that point where it's like, all right, he's ready for Roman. So, um, or whoever might be at the top. But Cody, I think, would be a good. Like I said, if Cody does get the title, I, I am all for him and Cody having that match. For sure. Mm. I don't know. Would you want Gunther to be a first dog for Cody? Cody's not going to lose first. No, nah, not, first, like, not, not first few. Not, not, not first few. Maybe going into SummerSlam. Maybe then. But not first few. Yeah. Well, because you want Cody to hold the title for a little bit because he's they're going to want. That's why I'm like. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like. I don't want. Because like, I don't want Gunther to run chase for the title and then not get it. I'd rather him get it that first go-around. He's the type of dude that you need to give him that first go-around. Like, mm-hmm. you can't stall his mm-hmm. momentum. You can't, you can't stun his, his, his momentum. You can't. So when you when you put him in that main event scenario, like I, won't, I don't want what to happen to Nakamura to happen to Gunther. Because Nakamura was the same way, right, where like he was hot and he should have won that title out the gate. And when they didn't give it to him, it fucked him up, and then when they finally gave it to him, it didn't mean shit. And then he hasn't mm-hmm. been able to recover ever since. Even though right now he's yeah. the best he's looked in a long time, he still didn't win the title, and he's still probably not going to win the title. So, or he could do it like 
if Gunther is Cody's first view, you can make it like a trilogy. Like, have him go out at Backlash, have him go out at, at maybe like the second pay-per-view, mm-hmm. and maybe the third and final match of the trilogy, you can have, either have that at like Money in the Bank or SummerSlam, and then Gunther takes it all. Right. Yeah. yeah. Now I'm with a trilogy, like, and Cody always come through with the trilogy. I mean, this Chad Gable was a trilogy. Oh, yeah. Like, the trilogies work. The that tri- was. Yeah, if the matches are good, the trilogies work. All most most of all the trilogies we've been getting lately have been have been bangers. So I'm not I'm not opposed to them doing that. I, I just don't I don't know if like fans would be happy with that. Um, but yeah. So uh, anything else before we uh, get into this one gotta go? But this is good. We talked about yeah we we, we didn't cover a lot so far, but I'm trying to think. Is there anything else? That we did not mention, other than uh, what we said before. Is anything? Who's Eo Sky's first opponent going to be? You know, I don't know. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Like, was... I feel like it should be Oscar, but I feel like they're going to do some BS and make it Charlotte and Nah, Charlotte always got to be in everything. It might. It, I think it like, might end up being. Came down Friday. It might end up being Bianca since she did win the title off of Bianca. Because Bianca technically won that triple threat match, was champion. Then, then Eel comes out cashing on her, so they might end up running that back again. Yeah, but I don't. I think Bianca needs a bit of a break, so she's been away for yeah. a little bit. I think she needs to rest up. I think there's other people we can bring on. I mean, I, I, I guess. I mean, yeah, Bianca Oscar, needs to be taking a break from what I saw. Yeah, Bianca mm-hmm. needs to take. She she needs a well deserved break actually, because she's been she's been carrying the division for a minute. So I'm trying to think of who's on the roster who is ready to take. Like they're building up. Like, well, no, she's dealing with Rhea with Raquel. So I got yeah, no, like yeah, the SmackDown side. There's nothing built up. Like outside of Charlotte, there's nothing built up. And there's you know they're talking about this um skeptical with her and Bailey gut having to be, but it's like that's not that don't make sense right now. That don't make sense right now, and that's gonna build up. So So, I mean, Oscar, Oscar's technically the only legitimate reason to do it and of course people want it too so that'll be a good feud um and you know of course eo should still retain against oscar so i i, I think oscar versus eo should be the, her first i guess her first true feud and then if you want to bring back charlotte um or bianca after that you can do that and then in the meantime you know we can plant the seeds of bailey being you know jealous or wanting to like you know turn on EO or whatever it is and then we get EO. EO and Bailey would have to be like a WrestleMania scenario because we've already seen the plants, the seeds planted, but that would have to be something on a bigger stage because but the story has to be there at the same time too. Or maybe or maybe or maybe even a triple threat with damage control. Like they all just go off the rails and then we get a triple threat Dakota, EO and Bailey for the title at, at Mania. Maybe. Maybe. But yeah, but even Dakota, she still got to get medically cleared as well. True, yeah, because she's not ready to go yet. So, but if she yeah. if she's better by it's then, it's in January. Yeah, so that would make sense. Like you know, just just you know, they all kind of just like fizzle not fizzle out, but they all kind of just like you know have their own thoughts and ideas, and they just say we're gonna settle this at Mania for the title. So, yeah. or they put the if. Wait, if the women wait, do they still got the women's tag titles? What happened? To them? They got who? Who? Or no? I ain't heard nothing about no. them. Are they done with those? 
Who? No, 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 no. Chelsea Green. Chelsea Green and Piper Niven had it. Or, or, uh, uh, dude. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. They, yeah, they had the tag titles. Um, Piper Niven was just dealing with a um, reoccurring illness. So they're not drop. They're not dropping the titles anytime okay. soon. Okay. Okay. So, oh. if anything, I guess if that ain't gonna happen, then put the titles on Bailey and Dakota when she gets better. And then they can give, you know, them something to hold. <laughs> then you got the, you also got the Sonya Deville problem too, as well. So oh, yeah, that might, that might end up being a feud between Sonya and Piper on who's going to be Chelsea's partner. Yeah. That's going to be another year. She, she told her ACS, we're going to be out of the year. So. Yeah. The full right. said on her Twitter stream that she ain't going to be back until at least January. So right. Rumble season. Now, they're all, now Raheem in the chat saying Kyrie Sane's, I heard Kyrie Sane is trying to come back too. So a Kyrie yeah. Sane returning might be good. That is true. I mean, well, where'd she go? Does she go to Raw or SmackDown? I mean, she's, she needs to go to SmackDown. They need, mean, yeah, they need her. They, they would need her. At Smack, they would. They would need her over at SmackDown more than need her at Raw. Yeah, they would need her there because because uh, once Eo beats Oscar, then like she's got nothing else built up over there. Like there's nobody ready. Right. So I'm she needs something to at least last her. Yeah, I feel like Raw got Raquel in it. Yeah, well Raquel's dealing with Rhea right now, so she's dealing. Yeah, with Yeah, she gonna. And then after that, Rhea's, Rhea's end, up, end up gonna get live afterwards, mm-hmm. and then we go from there. Yeah, and you got Shayna as well. Shayna Baszler, she's she could probably put yeah. Shayna in the picture as I well. Gonna break, I Shayna, Zoe Stark. So yeah, Zoe the Raw Stark. side is fine. They got yeah. everything built up. It's SmackDown. SmackDown. Basically, the, the entire roster just doesn't have nothing over there. Yeah. Because even even with Ray with the U.S. title, okay. You went through theory. Who's next? It's nobody. Like, like SmackDown. Like, yeah, it's it's just real. It's real. It, it feels real empty and hollow. Even the shows feel that way. Like, so I don't know. Maybe they need to just they they need to definitely switch some things up or just start pushing some other people. Uh, maybe I know. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. Maybe Shotzi can start getting a bigger push. Um. Cause they were doing something with her, and I know they were doing something with her and Bailey. Um, and then I don't know what happened with that, or oh, if that's still yeah, going on. Cutting them here yeah. and going with the new look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, you know we'll just because yeah, Shotzi beat Bailey because uh, I think like Charlotte came out to help because you know even the plan. Right. So. Yeah, but you know we'll it's see. And if it's case, maybe they need just to move some 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 talent from Raw, do some trades. Like maybe it's time for a trade season, and then move some talent from Raw to SmackDown and vice versa, and kind of just like shake some stuff up. But that was the point of the draft. But it's like it's like they sent all the top people from SmackDown to Raw, and it's like you gave draft was SmackDown bullshit. leftovers. Yeah, the draft was well, bullshit because like they didn't really hold on to what they were supposed to hold on to. So I don't know. See, uh, I felt like with the draft, I felt like Raw got all the men stars and uh, SmackDown got most of the women stars. Yeah. So you think about SmackDown yeah. got Charlotte, Bianca, you know, all the damn Or they need to start bringing um, up some people from, bringing up some more people from NXT. But well, cool. you had Isla Dawn and um, the other girl, but it's like they didn't disappear. Right, and you got yeah, Casey, title, you got Casey and um the other one is like okay they show up like once every month and it's like like where is everybody? Exactly. Yeah, I don't get that. So Grayson Waller with his Waller effect is like, dude, I'm tired of your damn talk shows. Do more than that. 
Yeah, they just they just they're trying, to, they're trying to turn him into the new Miz, you know. Mm-hmm. We I, already got that. His name exactly. is Theory. We don't even like that. Right. I don't mm-hmm. know, but we'll we'll see. I mean, we'll we'll see what they what they plan on, what they got going on. But you know, it's it's just a matter of time before we gonna get another uh, shakeup of somewhat. But like, they, I mean, they are bringing all these new talents, and they're all not fully developed yet. But we'll kind of just see how things go. But there are a couple mm-hmm. of talent that are starting to break through a little bit. So it's just a matter of just giving it some time and seeing what creative does with it. But you know. Like That's the carrying cross thing. It's been a year now. What are we doing? Bro, I give man? up. I give up on him. He's a dud. It's a dud. It's a dud with him for real. It's like mm-hmm. he 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 had his opportunity and it just it just didn't pan out. Like ever since he and it wasn't his fault fully. Like they just they just did him wrong when he came out the game. But even after he came back, he just he just couldn't recover. It just it's just it wasn't there. And like even bringing Scarlet in the fold this time, everything it just it wasn't the same as with NXT. So, you know. I still say he didn't recover from the Adam Cole thing. No, yeah, Adam Cole mm-hmm. cooked him and like told the truth about him. Like that combined with the way Vince put him on the main roster, yeah, I feel like both of those things he just couldn't. Yeah, yeah that that's true. But oh, but what's you know, Johnny again, again too that him Champa Champa. Again. Gargano, Champa, all these, yeah, it's just like they're they they they. Well, well, Gargano and Champa, they're both on Raw, so it's like, yeah, like I know Gargano so the, was yeah. hurt, but I feel like he's been clear. Champa been doing the thing online, like he was. I don't know if he's still doing it, but he was like looking for Gargano, so I guess he's teasing they're gonna team back up. But I don't, I don't know. know if that's just him doing it or if it's like WWE telling him. Well, Adam. yeah, Gargano teased it first when Champa was out, and now Gargano gets hurt, and now Champa's teased it. So they're trying to keep the, they're trying to keep the way from falling out. They want to keep it together, but it's like y'all can't stay healthy. And Indy's only been in one match. Yeah, it's like they haven't been able to get any traction at all. And then one thing yeah, that made the way know. really good was the fact that this is when I like Theory because when Theory was in the way in NXT. <laughs> And he mm-hmm. had that dynamic. He was way more entertaining. So now when they separated him and made him a single star and then tried to bring the way in without theory and then, and then pretend like he was never in there in, in general. And then you had the Gargano getting injured and then Indy's not on TV as much. And then the Dexter Loomis thing was kind of like here and there. And you don't know what they kind of was. That was kind of sloppy. I'm like, it didn't, it, it didn't hit the same. So now it's like, they're all kind of just like in this obscure place where like you forget that they're even there. So it's like, what are we yeah. doing now? So they got all this talent. The talent is there. It's just, they're just so displaced right now. It's like, it's hard. It's, and then there's only so much TV time you can do. But at the same time, they're all displaced and they can't they can't really figure out what to do with it all. So now we just got to kind of see what happens at this point. But I don't know, man. It's like, it's the nature of the business. It's the nature of the game. But we'll we'll see we'll see down the line what happens going into Survivor Series and and all these other or Crown Jewels Survivor Series going into Rumble season and the next Mania and everything in between. But yeah, y'all, I think that's that's that, that I think that's I think that's good. We're gonna get into a one gotta go. So we're gonna do one more ad break and then we're gonna do a one gotta go and then we're gonna wrap it on up. But this is good. It's good. This this feels good. DW feels good to do it after a while. And look, this might like it might be the last one for a minute, 
But it ain't gonna be the last one at all. Cause like I ain't gonna let this shit die. You know, we don't. We, like, it might take a while, but it ain't gonna die. We'll be back in a minute though, cause we got a good one. Gotta go. I, we want. I want to see how y'all feel about this one in a minute. Mm-hmm. All right. Yes, sir. You know what? I'm. Yeah. A, I want to get. First of all, I want to get a new DW logo made, and then. I have to get a new logo made because this one is, I think uh, Isaiah Mayo made this one, but I want to make like a real, like one that looks like an actual wrestling logo. So I got to figure out, uh, I'm going to get somebody to try to figure out how to get that made. Uh, and uh, so, so I, I get it and I try to wear it around. Uh, yeah. Wear it yeah. around. Honestly. Because I'm going to Mania. So. Yeah. No. So I, get a shirt made I wish they would bring Mania back to Atlanta, but they ain't going to never do that. They fucked. Look. First we got first of all we got a whack ass man because we got the one where the Miz had, uh, headline. That's why I didn't go because I was pissed. I was like, bro, why we get this one? I don't want to go see the Miz headline mania because my homeboy at the time he went and he was like, man, like he was like after the Taker match, bro, it was kind of like boo boo because <laughs> he was like, after the yeah he said after that Taker match it was, it was, that was it. But he was like, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't all that. I did so, so I was like, yeah, I'm pretty sure they're gonna come back again. Man, they're going to every city but Atlanta. I'm like, we got a whole. They ass, should do Atlanta. They, we they got, got a whole the, ass. We got a whole ass new stadium, and a whole ass. The whole area is like renovated. Like it's like it's, it's set up for like many would be crazy oh, yeah. out here now. I've seen inside that stadium. That stadium is, that shit is nice. That, that is, shit is just beautiful. Woo. That that like mm-hmm. football team is trash. But the stadium is beautiful. Like, sure, you said soccer stadium. Like, like it's a soccer. Like, look, our our soccer team is great. The, the Falcons, <laughs> ass. So, but like, you go there. Every building. You go. You go up, but you go to the actual stadium. It's it's like, man, the seats are comfy. Like, the, it, it's oh, not yeah. it's not a bad view in there. I'm telling you, bro. Like, Manny would go crazy in there. Y'all just got a Chick Fil A that ain't open on Sundays. Hey, ain't no Chick Fil A is open on Sunday though. So hey, you know they want to figure that out. Hey, hey, night one, go on night one. We good. You know what I'm saying because they know they're gonna do a two night joint. All right, let me see. Yeah, back. I'm going both nights. So. That's what, one of your that's biggest stars. Like, mm-hmm. That's why I'm glad like Nola actually got a second chance to host the second WrestleMania because that first one that was that was ass, but Man. that second one after that, that redesign and everything, I was like, okay. Y'all, y'all did better. It's like y'all. I'm thinking like, man, you a party city? You throw this terrible ass WrestleMania? You talking so, about thirty? Yeah, it was thirty. No, no, no. I said, huh? What were you saying? Sober. I was saying like about Atlanta and WrestleMania. I'm like, one of your top stars in the entire business is from Atlanta. Yeah. Theory and Cody are both from Atlanta. So I'm saying maybe wait till Cody gets the title. Hopefully he holds it long enough, and then because I, I, I think the next man after Philly is the next one, and I think after that they're doing Vegas. Shit, well, yeah, we Vegas and Minneapolis. Vegas and man, nobody yeah. want to do that. Shit. <laughs> but but <laughs> Minneapolis yeah. is for Lesnar. Man, I've been to Minneapolis, <laughs> but it's gonna be cold as fuck out there during that time, so I'm good. <laughs> Bring so look, that means I ain't gonna see maybe five. I'm like, look, I don't know. Arthur, uh, uh, the dude who owned the Falcons, he needs to start cutting the check for real like, <laughs> ASAP because I'm they need to bring it back down here before it's all, all said and done. All right, y'all. So we back. Time for our DW. One gotta go. I got one. 
And this is match types and all the matches that were done under this match type. Okay? okay. So match type and all the matches that come along with this match type. All right? Ladder match. Hell in a Cell. TLC. And the what was that? Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, TLC and Elimination Chamber. And all the matches that ever happened under those umbrellas gotta go. So th- think back. So think about all the ladder matches you've seen. Actually, no, no, scratch, scratch, scratch. And, and the ladder match also includes money in the bank because that's technically still a ladder match. So yeah. that also includes money in the bank. All ladder matches. So, that's true. Would you separate ladder match from TLC since TLC is stables, true. ladders, and chairs? Actually, you know what? Well, well, yeah, you're right. So that includes that too. So anything that involves the ladder, because TLC, you win with a ladder match too. So we'll we'll swap that out, and then we'll do uh, instead of uh, that, we'll do uh, let's see, steel cage. We'll just do a steel cage match. How about that? Okay. Oh no, 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 scratch that. Iron, no, 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 no. Iron Man match. Iron Man match. We're gonna we're gonna do Iron Man match, ladder match, hell in a cell, and elimination chamber. That's shave right there. Uh yeah, that makes it easy. You said uh Iron Man match you replaced it with? Iron Man match, hell in a cell. Any form of the ladder matches, TLC, Money in the Bank, and regular ladder matches, and then Elimination Chamber. I'm between Hell in a Cell and Iron Man. Really? I'm, to go? I'm, to go? I'm, I'm leaning towards the Iron Man match myself because, one, you don't see too many of them. But when so it's like. Okay, yeah. so let's talk, about, let's, let's talk about it. So we got the Iron, well, we got we had Sasha and Bailey. NXT class. We, had, only we got Sean, Sean Michaels, yeah. and Bret Hart at WrestleMania. Yeah. Okay. Like you didn't like that match? Then we have, um, then we I, have I like what like, John Cena like and Batista or John Cena and Brock Lesnar in the Iron Man match? I think so. Actually, I'm going to look them all up. I, I know John Cena was in one. Yeah. That's what it was. John Cena and Orton in the Iron Man match. It was a 60 minute Iron Man match. I remember that one. Yeah. But then, mm. so we have so we have Brock Lesnar versus Kurt Angle. They had one. Triple H oh, yeah. versus The Rock had one. Triple H and Rock had one. Uh, Chris Benoit and Triple H had one. Kurt and Benoit had one. Cena, Randy Orton. Yep, that's the one you was talking about. Cena and Randy yeah. Orton had one. Kurt and Shawn Michaels had one. And Brett and Shawn had one. And then we got the Bailey and uh, Bailey. No, no, Bailey and Sasha, and then Sasha and Charlotte also had one too. With that bullshit ending, though. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, where yeah. that bullshit ending, though, with yeah, Sasha. Could, Iron Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Kurt's yeah, been in three of them. How many has he won? Mm. Uh... Oh, he lost all of them. <laughs> He never won. I gotta one. figure that. Yeah. He never won. Yeah, one. Brock would yeah, Brock would never give it up. So that was that. Then you have, yeah. 
Yeah, I'm st- uh, I got still got to go with Iron Man match. Iron Man match can go. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna have to say. I'm gonna say the chamber. I'm about to say the chamber. I might be old, but I don't have to say the chamber because I got more memories tied to all those other matches than the chamber matches. Even though there have been some really good chamber matches. I ain't going to hold you. Some really good chamber matches. Um, this past year was all really good. It was good. And also, RIP yeah. Bray Wyatt, like his chamber match too. Come on, when he won the title. Right, man, you getting rid of Bray's yeah. title. Right. I'm telling you. I know. I know. Mm-hmm. But I like there's been some, some chamber I mean, even the chamber match with Kofi when Kofi Mania started, it was some, it was, it, yeah. was some, it was some moments in the chamber. I give you that, you know. But so without like I, that match, you may not get Kofi Mania. We didn't. I, we obviously, yeah. of course, we didn't. No, for sure. Um, but I gotta say, like, like ladder match ain't going nowhere because there's so many iconic ladder matches. TLC. Yeah, matches, I'm sorry. That's, that's not going nowhere. Um, Hell in a Cell. I mean, just the first of all, Taker and Foley. Taker That's and, it. That's all you got to no, say. No, no, no. Taker and Sean with the with, with Kane being uh de- de- debut of Kane. So Taker and Sean mm-hmm. with Kane's debut. And then you got uh Foley and uh Foley and Taker or Mankind Taker. And then you got uh Triple H and Taker with Sean as the guest referee. Then Sean and Taker. And then Sean and Taker. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. then and you said like yeah, Cody and Taker, Rollins. That's pretty much just Taker's home. That's pretty much Taker's home. Like Taker owns the Helm Cell match. Exactly. But then mm-hmm. you got Cody and Rollins with with with, with the Peck. That was a good one too. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm telling you. You know, I was saying so, like you can't get rid of that one. So yeah, so Hell in a Cell. It's, it's been some duds. Also the um the New Day versus the Usos and Hell in a Cell was pretty good too. Pretty good one. I don't think I saw that. Yeah, that was a pretty good one. Um, they had that one, and then um, I think was it Sasha and Bailey, or was it Sasha and Charlotte in Hell in a Cell? Who I know the, who, Sasha and Becky had no one. Sasha and Becky. It was Sasha and Becky. Yeah, yeah. Sasha and Becky. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, so this is so so yeah. Hell in a Cell got to say for me, but yeah, so that's that's my pick right there. That's my pick. I think so. I might have to go Iron Man. Now that I think about it. Okay. Like for some reason, okay. So why I keep Iron Man is because one, I I don't know. I I I, rel- I watched that Sean and Brett. I know you don't like it, Beans, but as a kid, I watched that Sean and Brett match multiple times. I don't know why, but I just that's one of my favorite matches. Um, I think it's because I wanted Sean to win the title, and then how, and then mm-hmm. the whole the whole presentation of him coming down on the zip line and the Raptors, and then you know the way that it ended. And then Brett trying to walk out because it was a draw, but they was like, nah, we ain't doing that. And then he went back for the for the sudden death. So the whole suspense of that was, was dope. As me, uh, young, I think that was one of the first. Was that the first Iron Man match? To be honest, I think that was. Um, I think it was. Yeah, I think it was. And it went to the limit. And then, you know, every one that I've seen for the most part has been good. Like, that's the thing about the Iron Man matches. Usually when you, when you watch them, and not even just in WWE, even if you go to AEW and watch those, they're usually pretty good. They're usually pretty good. So I I haven't seen one that I felt like I hated this match. Unless except for the Sasha one where it was just stupid how that she didn't <laughs> like she literally like the way that it ended was just the dumbest thing where she could have literally got the pinfall or got the win and she just like didn't or or yeah. So 
So that was they the just want to Charlotte to win. That's what killed me. Yeah, that's what it, that's that's what it was too. Because they just they just had to have Charlotte. You know, you know, they just had to have Charlotte. But um, but yeah. So that that that's that's the one. Gotta go. That was pretty good though. Yeah. So so I think we all had different. So I had Chamber. Stone for you had Iron Man. Uh, Chris, being said, Iron Man. Yeah, Iron Man. So y'all all got Iron Man. Goddamn. Well, you know what? Look, y'all, y'all, y'all can't go the distance. That's what it is. That's what I'm saying. Y'all, can, y'all can't hang the sixty minutes. That's what, this, what I'm saying. But no, that's what's up. And then I'm seeing people in here say like Raheem said, Chamber. Uh, King Karma said, Chamber can go. Uh, you know. So yeah. So either between Chamber and Iron Man, but you know, we all know that the. The ladder matches is too iconic. I mean, it's too many, too many moments, too many moments. Yeah, same thing. I'm gonna be honest. I'm not tied in the mm. TLC. Like, TLC, Money in yeah, the Bank, Money in the Bank, which is my favorite, like one of my favorite pay per views. Just to always get the skit of the match. Yeah, exactly. Just the fact that Money in the Bank was introduced at WrestleMania was iconic in its own right. Right. Like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then it got so big that it got its own pay per view. Right. I mean, come on. There you go. So to me, it's like a second real woman, man. Yeah, <laughs> I wasn't too well versed in Iron Man matches like growing up, so that's like the least I have like least memories with that. So that's part of the reason why I'm getting rid of. It. I feel that that's respectable. I get it. I get it. But no, nah, that's that's what's up, y'all. So that's gonna do it, y'all, for today's episode. I appreciate you, gentlemen, for coming through. You know, filling in for the four thirty. And letting us thank be able to do this wrestling talk. Beans, thank you. Krista, thank you. Stover. Also, Raheem, your computer died, but thank you as well for chiming in from the, from wherever the fuck you was at. You was in the theater or something, bro? Oh, this man's always somewhere. He never in a quiet place when he show up. He really don't, but that's that, that's his nature. But, hey, you know, but it was all, uh, and we will see y'all again for episode 200. Big deal, y'all. 200 of them things. I can't believe we 200 episodes in. We've been doing this for a minute. And I appreciate y'all for sticking with us, being fans, supporters, doing stuff like this where we get to come on and actually, you know, hang out. And like I said, doing the DW thing is, is always great. I like to talk with y'all about this. We, and then, like I said, if you don't know nothing about the DW lifestyle, in our Discord, we have a channel, the DW channel. We talk wrestling all the time. We live talk during the, the PLEs. We always drop in some new news or some new whenever news breaks. We usually throw it up in there. So if you want to join that community and join, you know, all this, that's where you got to go. And, you know, it's, it's always a good time. Um, y'all got anything to say? Beans, you got anything to say? Anything you want to promote? Anything you want to tell people about yourself before we get up out of here? Let's, the floor is yours. No, just want to, you know, thank you for the invite. You know, it's a pleasure to do this. Uh, you want to reach me on any socials? You just, the Beans 410, all one word, and Hit me up, talk wrestling, gaming, whatever. You know, always down full time station. That's what's up. Stover, we already know you the man with the plan, the playlist player. What you got? Let, let them know where to find you. Let them know what's going on. First of all, at our trio Stover on Spotify is where you can find the DEHH playlist. I do them every Friday that we do. So, latest one is up Battle of the South. That battle was. That shit. What? Spike hey, do. all right. Spike. Oh, first God. of all, Spike did get home safe. We made sure he got home safe. He's but shit went crazy. Shit went. The last two rounds went off the rails. I don't know what the. Hey. Woo. 
Watch the replay. If you ain't seen that battle, Please. hey, watch the replay. That battle went south. <laughs> it really did. Literally. This man Spike folded like he had a little too much, too much tequila that night. And I was like, bruh, man, I, I ain't never seen what happened before in our Friday history. It's, it, it's definitely something you got to catch and watch. So make sure y'all go catch that. But uh, shout out, definitely, shout out to Spike definitely. Lou. Shout out to Spike Lou anyway for coming through and FIFO and everybody. But yeah, he did get home safe, y'all. We made sure he was all good. Uh, but yeah, that was that was wild. That was a wild night. <laughs> It really was. Yeah, we 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 had out we had have we we had to have a meeting about that one after that. Trust me. So uh, we we had to make we gonna make some adjustments about that because yeah yeah uh, yeah that was not expected. Um, But uh, yeah, nothing but one. (laughs) But yeah, uh, check out those Spotify playlists. Check out the Patreon. If you're not a Patreon, become one. Two dollars. Go check out the replays, and um, on Twitter, Instagram, everywhere. um, Arterial Stoker. Basically, where you can find it. So. That's what's up, and Krishna, always coming through with them crazy. I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm worried about what you got for us for the 200, but I'm also intrigued. But let them know where they can find you, and and, and tell them, uh, tell them what you're all about. One last time. Yeah, so you can find me on Twitch.tv, Krishna. You know, I've been trying to stream a little bit more right now. Also, <clears throat> just um for you with the Battle of Stover, with you with the Battle of South, like. Some interesting things just popped up on my feed. One, BG just got officially released from prison. True. So that. tomorrow yeah. that man's a free man. Saw that. Congratulations. Yeah. And second, Juvenile just came out with a new drink. I'm like, what is this crap that he just came out? I call it the the Juvie Juice. I've heard about this. I've heard about the Juvie Juice. Yeah. Hey, I'm like, look. okay, that is. Hey, I, look, 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 juvenile, look, 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 they can't rap like they used to no more, so they got to do something. I'm respected. Look, they got to use that name. Use that name how you got to use that name. So is it, is it alcohol? Is it, is it like alcohol? Is it, is this, is this take on the Arnold Palmer? Ah, okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. All right, so, so then, if you're juvenile fans, go get you some juvie juice. <laughs> so I guess you can use that promoting that your battle of the South. But um, yeah, you can find me on Krista, um, Krishna. Um, like I said I've been playing a little more games, trying to get on there, talk some DEW, talk some sports with me because got that NFL season starting up. Which, by the way, I'm still mad about what Disney did over the weekend, bro. Mm. I mean, they had a lot of people just woo. like Disney gonna do what the fuck Disney want to do. Who gonna tell them any different? It's Disney. The mouse. Disney. The mouse owns everything. Yeah, <laughs> obviously, <laughs> but he he's screwing his own employees too. Like the you mouse don't care. You gonna take the cheese out your employees' mouths too? Hey, if it get more cheese, if it get, if it's more cheese for the mouse, he don't give a fuck if it's in his own house. I'm gonna tell you that right now. That's wild. Nah, but uh, yeah, a lot of crazies going on. But I appreciate y'all again for coming through, filling in for B. He will be back. Next uh next podcast. Next week it'll be a gaming week though. So we'll be back for gaming week next week. I don't know what we plan. Me and B will figure that out. But again, in two weeks, y'all, is our big 200 episode. We got a lot of things in store for that. So make sure that y'all tune in. Market calendars is exact it is on. I'm gonna give you the date exactly. The 19th, September 19th. So don't miss it. Come through. We're gonna have a good time and we're gonna celebrate this this huge milestone of the Dead End Gaming Podcast reaching 200 episodes. And we just want y'all to be there. So thank y'all again for coming through. It's a good show. DEW, 
was back in effect. A lot of wrestling talk. I love to hear it. Love to see it. And if you enjoyed this, hey, we got some other DEWs you can go back and watch. Just look up DEW Takeover. Oh, you know, you'll find it all. And look, this might be the last one for a little bit, but it ain't gonna be the last one at all because it's always one time for the one time. D E W E W D E W. Yes, sir. That's how we do. All right, y'all. Peace out. Peace. Peace.